Only posers don't listen. YouTube intro. What's going on, guys? Hey, everybody. It's me, Matthew. Uh, I'm Kyle, the co-host. And I'm Ed the Punk. And this is another episode of Only Posers Don't Listen to Podcasts. And we're here with very special guests, uh, Matt and Jimmy from the clubhouse of Tom's River. I'm very excited to get this interview going, guys, because I've been wanting to do an interview with you guys ever since I've seen all the crazy stuff you've done online and stuff. I've only been able to get to one show here. What show? And it was the one you, you had in this room, in the bigger space. Oh, the first oh, one Oh, shit, we did yeah, that, that was a cool show. By that cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ian is a friend of mine. Uh, and that show was amazing. That show literally fucking was a Hail Mary toss that, like, got us into this new space that we just Oh, really? Oh, that was, like, sorry. our trial run show. That was our trial run, sh- and we were really afraid that it would bomb. We didn't, um, we didn't know Ian, right, was the promoter? I- Ian, we, we he's a great, yeah, good we, fr- he made our logo. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> what was it? We didn't know Ian. We didn't know the, the, the scene that he ran in, and he asked for a bigger space, and we were like, yeah, we'll put it here. And then as the show was moving closer, we started to really fear that this was going to not work as a show and we thought that the landlord who was going to be here to like check it out to see if like we were worth something and it just it was fucking incredible yeah, yeah it was a great show we, we were awesome. so worried and then like i think what like i think the count was like 120 people showed up yeah it was amazing. amazing it was yeah. like insane it was, it, was so a, it was a really good show there was a really good lineup everybody was really good yeah, uh, i didn't i was really only here for uh the misfit kids and, uh, yeah. and Con Sweetie, because I'm familiar with them, but everybody was amazing and blew me out of the water that night. I love Sunshine's Baz. Yeah. Oh, they're an awesome band. Yeah, Shouts out. And whoever that, the hip-hop artist was that opened was awesome, too. There were a few yes. hip-hop artists that day. Yeah. yeah, one one opened, I remember that. Yeah, uh, what is it? I originally heard about you guys. Uh, I'm from this area. I'm from Brick, and okay. I used to work yeah. at Revolutionary Lounge. Sure. I was uh, the cook there for a long time, and when I was working there, I think somebody brought it up that there was a venue opening in, in Tom's River, and my immediate thought was, whoa, that's a weird, bad idea. <laughs> like, like, that seems like not a good idea. And then I would see your stuff. I followed you guys on Instagram. I would see all the videos. I, I see you know, do the YouTube channel. Uh, what is it? And I, I just, everything got bigger and bigger and more impressive, and I was just like, wow, dude, I've blown out of the water by everything they've done and then I heard you were moving to the bigger space and I think that was the day that I posted something online because we had to make announcements about yeah. stu- our own stuff and I was like yo these guys are awesome like yeah. I'd love to do something with them and yeah that's when you guys reached back out to us yeah. so um, just starting off like do you guys like you want to introduce yourselves a little more have you done anything like besides this is this all you do the the Tom's not to say all you do yeah. but yeah, uh, well, I'm Jimmy. I'm the director of the clubhouse. I handle a lot of the booking and a lot of the management over here. And uh, I used to play in a band called Harborland. Okay. Uh, so okay. that's what I did for, for a bunch of years. That's the scene that I know. The, I know the emo scene really well. Okay. We played in New York and New Brunswick all the time and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, and I do audio and production and lighting work. Like, that's my main gig mm-hmm. outside of this. That's how I get paid. So I apply a lot of that knowledge to what I do here. Thank you for understanding how I badly interpreted that question. You, you answered it exactly the way I wanted, but so, so yeah, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm a um, I'm a something at the clubhouse. I, I help I help. Uh, You're an officer. I'm an officer. So so yeah, we're a nonprofit. Clubhouse. So there's all these like fucking words <laughs> that, that, that that go along with it. But um, 
really the clubhouse was was mine, Jimmy's, and then a bunch of other people's ideas that helped us uh, come to it. I mainly here uh, am like the door guy. I do our closest thing to security, I guess. When people ever ask if we have security, it's He's me. the muscle. I'm the muscle. <laughs> I'm muscle. Um, I like that. So yeah, uh, Jimmy and I uh, met through like music in like the early, or, I mean, I guess like the mid two thousands, and we played in some bands. Um, I fell out of local music and the DIY scene like super hard in college, or I guess like towards the end of high school, and I didn't really, I fell super into like folk punk and like fell off the grid for a while. <laughs> um, like legit, wasn't on social media, wasn't in contact with Jimmy or like any of my old friends while I was in school, and then towards the end of it, I was just like, I miss those days. I hit back. I, I I went to a Harborland show, and uh, yeah, then we just a year later we we were here. Oh really? Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. So like, yeah, like that was the next question I have basically is like, how did you guys st- get started and like, what is the clubhouse of Tom's River? We kept getting drunk and saying how well we could run a venue. Really? That's 100% honest. So like, in the spirit of all Ocean County kids, I respect that. (laughs) Jimmy and I weren't hanging out regularly for like that like uh, underground, like we're under 21 and getting bombed in our parents' house phases. So we had to catch up when we when we got back in contact with each other a couple years ago. Um, And I remember I went to a Harborland show and I went back to his house afterwards and I just started sinking beers and he was sinking beers and we were having fun. And then uh, literally like a year after that, he was just like, I want to do something with local music and local art and we talked about it and I remember we looked at rent for places and we were like nope fuck this we can't do it <laughs> and, uh, and it actually died for like a month or two and then one day you were just all like I got it and and I think that was like February of, okay. of 2018 um, and what you said you got was not what we ended up with yeah we found this spot this is really really funny we found this spot on Hyder Street, which is like basically right next to where we are now. Like you passed the building that, on your way that we were going to move into um, on your way into the parking lot for this building. And we started a conversation with this landlord. We like definitely thought it was going to happen. And we were like really getting close to moving forward. And we, like, the building was painted this like really cool rustic red color. And we were like, yo, that color's sick. We should get our logos designed based around that color. And then everything fell through, and then we kept the logos. <laughs> but, but the original idea and what Jimmy told me was going to be able to make us like financially stable was that we were going to um, sell rehearsal space, which is something that we still haven't done. It's something that we're still interested in. Okay. We still want to do it. It's still in the pipeline. But like Jimmy was just all like, hey, you know how we were always worried about like $5 tickets not being able to sell rent? Or not yeah, being yeah, able to totally. pay, pay for rent? Um, what if we did this? And that really made us like put a fire under our butts to find a spot. And when we found a spot, they were like, we can't do it. Just rehearsal space wouldn't work. But we thought that it, we could still try, um, still give it a shot without that. And it worked. And then when that when that building fell through, we were just approached by the downtown shops at Fifty Three Main. Oh really? We had paperwork in in already. Like we had paperwork for the other spot, like on its way. So the town kind of knew it was happening, and um, then it fell through. And then we just like got a blind email from the downtown shops at Fifty Three Main, and they were like, "Hey, it seems like your idea is good, and like you might want to try it out here first. And then they like, and they have like a really cool opportunity for small business owners and retail 
retail people for you can rent like a very small shop in their place. It's only the rent was what four fifty a month. Four fifty, and we got wow. Um, wow. No, it's three seventy five a month. And we got wow. and we got um, a so, storage unit. Have you ever you y'all are from um like as the Asbury area? We live yeah. in the Asbury area now. All right, yeah. so yeah. it's literally a copy, a much smaller copy of I think it's the arcade or something. Shops at the arcade. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's right on Cookman. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Tom's River's like first uh, I guess attempt at like making where we are currently like cool like Asbury or Red Bank. Yeah, it's a good yeah, idea. And they have that cool activity room in the back and we're, that's where And we the activity room is yeah where we And then uh we we were doing shows and we our, and first of all we planned This to do is the shows. original room you had. Yeah, which okay. again that opened in like May of yeah. 20 like this we're we're still young uh less yeah, than yeah. May 20 IT and right now it's January You're less than a year? We're less than a year, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, wow. shit. Well, grand opening was June 2019. Grand, yeah, we did, like, three shows prior to our grand opening, like, some test runs. Um, but, yeah, Mother's Day of this past year was our first ever show after hanging out with our moms. We hit up uh, <laughs> downtown Tom's River, put up some lights, some speakers, and did a show. Wow. I have promoted other shows and done... done okay. I, I've been promoting shows for, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't okay. really, like... And I guess the idea of the clubhouse is way older than me because Jimmy was putting on like house shows at a community center. Yeah, like a VFW type hall. There was like a beach club right by my house. Um, and I used to host shows like once a month there. There were always free shows. You guys are all from the area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Rev Lounge where you worked, we're we're from Silverton. Oh, okay. Okay. That's how we knew each other. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. I understand now. So, and I ran little shows there and there were free shows at this like beach club type place and the neighborhood what they call that place is they call that place the clubhouse so that's where we got the name for, for this thing oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. interesting yeah. i like that yeah uh, i mean i, I it, the amount of shows you guys do it's fucking yeah, it's like five a week. Crazy. yeah yeah <laughs> it's five because I, I no one sends me the flyers i have to go out and like look up yeah. flyers and stuff yeah. and you guys are good at posting them like compared to a lot of other venues like they really don't post their flyers or don't I do a good job make sure they get out there yeah, oh, yeah and you guys will post them i'll be able to get them all in order and yeah. shit like that from you it's one it's one, you're one of the few instagrams that i can go to and be like okay i'm gonna get all these flyers yeah. they're gonna be in order <laughs> you know yeah. But uh, yeah, um, what are, like you mentioned, you were like kind of coming from the emo scene. But like, is there any other genres of music that you guys are like more partial to, or more, like more your thing? Uh, like I said in college, I was super into folk punk, but I honestly think that was like, if anything, more dangerous on my. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I would say we just gravitate like to the more DIY it is, the, the more like we're the more we're into it. We're not like I, I wouldn't say we're like we're not there are some people that are die. DIY or die and mm-hmm. like. More power to them, but like <laughs> we're not that. But like, okay. But like all those genres, like if, if it's fucking punk rock, it's cool. Like, I, and I don't necessarily I mean, mean like punk is a sound. Right. I mean, no, like, I know what you mean. Punk is a feeling. You know what I mean? No, no, exactly, <laughs> totally. But I mean, we really vibe with like, I mean, very like emo revival. I've been getting soup since opening the clubhouse. I've been getting super into like people. What I I don't love the name, but what what Reddit nerds call scrams. Okay. Okay. Um, not and familiar. It's like it's, it's like a uh, screaming. It's it's it's, it's screamo, but, but with like, like a hard, like yeah. soft emo tinge. As far yeah. as I'm aware, interesting. As far as I'm aware, the term scrams comes from 
people getting upset that the term screamo was being given to bands like right. Enemy of the Horizon yeah. and yeah. Uh, asking Alexandria. So they wanted to distance themselves from that. So Scrams is like traditional 90s right. uh, screamo, but just okay. with a different name so people don't compare them with like the yeah, wrong. They should work on that. They should have another meeting and be like, guys, our brand is hurting. It's a very like internet name. I'm pretty positive it was born on Twitter. It's what, like balancing composures? Yeah, yeah. They do some scram stuff. Okay, okay. Alright. We love Ogbert the Nerd. Like and like Yeah, Ogbert is a is a Ogbert is a um is is a local New Brunswick band and they're like classic scrams. They're so fucking good. Okay, definitely have to check them out. And then I like a lot of softer indie pop type stuff. Okay, cool. I love when Citrus comes through. They're fucking Citrus (laughs) Asbury based band, they're really cool. Alright, cool. Good things about them. Yeah, Yeah, they're dope. They're really great. I ha- I've never heard them, but I definitely will check them out now, especially if they're in our area. They just right. put out a single that's like really, really. Yeah, no, everybody's talking about. There's it. just so much music that it's just like it gets mm-hmm. to the point where because I like I try to listen to all the stuff that people send us, but it is hard. I have like a job and stuff. <laughs> I have to like do things. Yeah, we get like twenty emails a day. Like, no, it's yeah, a lot. It's yeah. crazy. That's I, yeah. Then you understand, you know, like with people sending you emails, like I would love to sit down and respond to every single yeah. person. I physically don't have the time, yeah. you know, like, and, but that is, it makes it difficult. I feel bad, especially when people want to like play a show or do something. I don't like, I don't want to ignore you, but like, I have to go back to work. <laughs> um, you guys do a lot of different like music events, like a lot of different genres of music. Yeah. And I mean, I, we kind of walked in before and saw that you were doing something a little different and you mentioned you wanted to do more rehearsal space, but do you host any other kind of events other than like live music? <laughs> Not really. We hosted a uh, like the I guess like a DIY TED Talk once. Um, oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, okay. It was a um, it was a woman from from Europe. Somewhere. Yeah. No, I actually think she ended up. She she mentioned Germany. I think she was all oh. over Europe. But um, it was it was her um, d- 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 discussing uh, like the her trans experience. Her trans experience, but in music. Yeah. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was it was super interesting. It was really. Good. It was a good night, yeah. It was like, Maya from Queers to the Front booking out in the UK. They, yeah. they do booking like all over the states too. Oh, do they? Cool. I didn't realize oh yeah, that. they book they book tours in, in the states. That's sick. Yeah. But you got you haven't done any like comedy nights, I guess, or like. No, I think we got an email about one the other day. We got two emails on the same day about comedy here at the clubhouse. So it's probably something we'll in the future it's possibly. Definitely something we're looking at. Um, another event we we did one of, and I want to get more into is we did this thing called a called Clubhouse Conversations. Interesting. And what we did for that was we just like, we, we basically like said, come here, there's free pizza, bring your own beer, and like, tell us what you want to see from the scene. Like, tell us what you that like. That is fucking awesome. That's what you like, what's really? different. What should we start doing to like, improve ourselves. Wow. And That's super, super awesome. We had this idea to, to like, away. combine that with, a, with like, an open, open mic. With our open mic. Because we, we were doing an open mic and unfortunately it's over now. Um, so we're thinking about like blending a like a once a month open mic clubhouse conversations thing. That's a really cool idea. I would love to know about that, and we'll help promote in yeah, any way we can. I think we're just trying to settle in. To settle in, spot. Here, yeah. and definitely. Then, like, February, March, we might start doing some more stuff like that. It was cool though. We got we had a lot of we had a lot of different voices. Um, yeah, a lot of different we, types of people too. We yeah, you know, we had um, like some queer folk come out to let us know what what they were thinking. Um, we had um. 
like a lot of uh, like older like punks come out to kind of talk about like what they miss from the scene when they were like in high school and shit which was like I a hundred percent want to hear because like okay I, I am, I'm super interested in learning about the old scene and stuff like that, like what I miss. I've been hearing about it my whole entire life. Right? Life. I'm sick and tired of hearing. I like. I just don't want to hear old people talk about punk rock. I'm, 30, I'm 35, and I feel like unless you go to shows prominently or are in bands or mm-hmm. participate in something, after like 30, you have to have an excuse to call yourself a punk. Or it just it doesn't work. What are you doing? But yeah, I mean they they do deserve. I guess they deserve to hear them out. I get a lot of mail from forty year old a- assholes who don't go to shows. All right, I'm a little resentful. <laughs> but uh, no, that's a super cool idea. Like overall, that's a super cool idea. Uh, I guess my next question would be uh, like, what is one of the worst shows you guys have had, and what is one of the best shows you guys have had? Oh, I knew I knew this was a loaded question. So Hold up, wait. Let's do best shows first, so then yeah, we can awkwardly sure. stare at each other for the worst show <laughs> and see if we can actually say words. There's different uh, bests for sure. Uh, That's cool. Fuck. Okay, different bests. Like, jeez, we do cra- like the craziest energy was absolutely the Halloween show. Like, oh. our Halloween show was nuts. <laughs> it was just our Halloween, Halloween show was 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 four acts. Jimmy. Uh, uh, played a Sp- Springsteen cover set. Um, Sick. Uh, uh, a band that I'm not sure if you've heard of, um, but they are uh, no longer uh, with us in any way. Uh, Hopper Pond. <laughs> they're no longer with us. They didn't die. Sh- they were fucking hardcore they're, canceled. They're they okay. were, yeah. Okay. Like, the fucking DIY Twitter tore them to pieces. They're bad humans. Insane. Uh, but they play modern baseball. Modern baseball is a good band. They are a good. Band. Yeah. They so they yeah they played a Mobo set. Uh, this year's comeback from Tom's River played uh, My Chemical Romance, and then uh, Cave Art played The Killers. That's and that fun. One, and we sold way too many tickets. I was I was the door guy. I was very drunk. I was letting everybody in. Um, it was just so wild. And like it was like the crowd was just going nuts the whole time. And it probably went to like. The a show probably ended around midnight, but like we left the building at like three. Or like yeah, three like we definitely like hung out late that night, and just like party. Show that we've it was like the latest we've been in that. Building. So that was no, but I mean, oh, hold up, I could probably find a show that like out like outside of being drunk and nostalgic could yeah. say I loved. I mean, I love the Shoebies show. Like all of Shoebies is always really fun. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a band uh, from Wall I think called Halogens. Yeah. They're like probably my current favorite band that has, has played awesome. here. I think the last time they played was really really chill because we like forced them to do like two uh, encores because they were just like <laughs> they were just like okay we're done and I'm like I'm sorry are you not gonna play the backwoods and I, the smile that creeped across his face was fucking just like it was heartwarming he was just like you want us to play the backwoods and I'm like play the fucking backwoods and, and, he, and he played the song and I was like yes. Yeah, that was rad. I don't know. Do you have a favorite show that you can think of? My f- I, I, my favorite like one to watch was for sure the um, the Robbie and the Houseplants. So, oh yeah, that set was Boston just band. So good that like band like I don't know. I was watching that band like listening to the lyrics and it just like like hit me and it just like really connected and I just like loved 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 that set. But I don't know. I, I there's a lot of there's been a lot of great shows like standouts that. Even like not packed shows, a couple of them like the hard side, tough turn. And we do so many that it actually like yeah. legitimately is like tough to be like. One of my favorite bands that have come through here is a is a band called Ultra Deluxe from New York. They're very um, 
uh, they describe themselves, I think, as like queer neon punk. It's like super That's an awesome like awesome description. It's yeah. like super <laughs> in your face, like kind of like screamo, but with like some like pop added to it and it's hmm. nuts and there's only drummer and a bass player and they're like all over the place awesome. so, that sounds um, right up my and I'm head. trying yeah. to like pick like which show did I like more like at this point like I just know the acts I don't, and I don't really know how much we can get into shows we don't like there, <laughs> there are there are some I th- I think let's let's go with a general thing here there I think people that don't get that we're a non-profit trying to just like create space for people whenever we have bands come in that don't understand what we are what we do and that like no one is getting paid from this mm. when people don't understand that and when there becomes attitudes that that those are the worst shows okay and there are definitely bands that i could see, yeah i agree and there are definitely bands that i feel like we don't like i'm, I'm we definitely don't have like a blacklist i want to There's <laughs> i 100% don't want to work with again um, it's not big. It's definitely not big at all, but there's definitely some attitudes that I just thought were, like, very disrespectful and, like... It happens. Just the opposite of, like, DIY and what we're trying to promote. Yeah. There was a show that was actually, like, a very successful show, though, that, like, scared us. We did a hardcore show. Okay. In, like... When was that? I forget, but so no, I, I know where he's going. Hardcore shows from time to time, especially when there's, like, some dude who's just, like, like hammer-fisting people on the heads. So yeah. Just, like... We're not sure. We're not sure how much we want this to happen here. Like, for, we literally in the heat of the moment, we're like, "Are we done with hardcore with with this?" And we haven't been because that was yeah, we've months done ago. We've done a lot of hardcore that. since. But like, yeah, you've done a lot. In yeah. that moment, we were just like, "This is fucking insane." And there's like obviously different types of hardcore. It was very that like metalcore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's. I think it has a lot to do with the community of people that are behind it. You know, like, you'll have a lot of kids that'll come out to a show and they'll get reckless, but they're all super respectful and kind of know each other and know where the boundaries are. And then there are kids that, like, it's usually not kids, it's usually one individual. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's usually one individual who's, like, got to get his rocks off on something here, you know? And I'll admit, you shouldn't have been shoving hardcore into that small room. But, like... Yeah, hardcore is going to be... We haven't had a hardcore show here yet at this Well, we had the Kissies show. I mean, that was more, like... They're hardcore. Yeah, they're definitely hardcore. But the rest of that bill was, like was like gloom death, metal. Deathcore and yeah, and yeah. Like... Uh, no, we haven't. We, we haven't done. I feel like a true hardcore show here yet. And it for it obviously listeners who've never been to our old space, like it was fifty cap. Yeah, pushing, right. pushing yeah. it. We're currently at like hundred fifty cap. So like we added an extra hundred people and. Um, yeah, <laughs> a hardcore show will probably operate much smoother here. Definitely, For definitely. Sure. Yeah, I would love to talk to you guys about maybe doing something in the future. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of answered this, but do you have any other, like, horror stories or, like, really good stories from just, like, running shows or doing anything like that that you want to mention? I'm probably sure I have a thousand. <laughs> I mean, go right ahead and tell me anything you'd like. This isn't a horror story. This is one of my favorite moments that's ever happened. All right, happened. perfect. We had a... Um, I honestly forget the bill. I have a feeling it was a bit of a... No, not a bit. It was like a dead show, which, I mean, we throw some from time to time. And, and, uh, Five shows a week, guys. <laughs> Weekday shows with like... Tuesday shows are the worst, bro. They're Tuesday cursed. Tuesday shows are Tuesday, so hard. They're cursed. And this might have been a Tuesday show. I'll look it up. It was... um, 
It was a band, and I'll drop the name because this isn't a bad story at all. They're called a Judgmental Swarm of Bees. They're That's a, a great name. They're a folk wow. punk band from Albany. I think I know the story. Itself. They're fucking amazing. They, they were so cool. Like they opened up with a, a song about how like there's no room for like bigots and DIY, and I was like so hyped on it. But then some older guy walks in. And I mean, like, older guy. <laughs> and he was just all like, I was like, hey, here for the show? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, cool, $5. He hands me a five. I mark him. He heads into the room. And he stays for almost the entirety of their set. But he dips early. He dips, like, around the last song. And I don't learn until later that he interrupted them, like, before they played. And Like, right, right before they yeah. played their last song, and, he's like, and, and, right, I'm heading out. And, gate and tip them. Now, then, <laughs> no, no, wait, here's, here's what happened. He tipped so them, and we didn't learn of this till later. A hundred dollars. What? Whoa! That's a baller move. Yeah. What? If I ever get rich, that's totally a new thing Dude, I'm gonna do. Sick. It was the most incredible thing. We felt so bad because we're like, oh man, this touring band's gonna get nothing, and then they got a fucking hundred dollar bill. Yeah, like that's at the so end of the night, I was like, beautiful so moment. I'm, I'm standing there, right, and I saw him do it, and I was like. What the fuck just happened? Like, and so That's he, insanely he gives this punk. guy a $100 bill, and the singer picks it up like off the ground, because he like threw it in the tambourine. And he picks it up off the ground and goes, thank like, you very thanks. much. And then puts it in his pocket. And I and then they they end their set, he's gone now. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy, that guy gave you 100 right? And the whole band was like, he did fucking what? And he's like, and like he, pulled it out. he pulled it out of his pocket. He's like, I thought it was a 20. And everyone else was like, I thought it was a single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, that was wild. It was so cool. That is a great story. Do you guys have any other ones you would like to mention? I was just like, I mean, it worked out for us, but like, probably don't open your punk venue next to a pottery store. Ah! Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 man. Hindsight. <laughs> Nothing broke the whole time. They were actually super chill about us, but like, as we were moving in, we were like. Oh, this is not the you point. should have a compilation that's called that. That's just like, don't open your punk venue next to a fire. We honestly believe that we were going to have some sort of like very rough times with, with them. And uh, from time, like, let's not fucking beat around the bush. Uh, a, 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 a band called Makita from Tom's River. They're an experimental. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I know who they are. Yeah, Makita cool. are, are on, they play the clubhouse the most. I recently figured that out. Um, Makita uh, drove drove the entire pottery class away one night. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> they were just like too metal. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Pottery. That's really cool. Uh, so like Take you got pottery. you guys were just mentioning before some uh, some other bands and you mentioned earlier like other bands locally. Like, what are some of your favorite acts? I know so there are so many. Like, There's that, yeah, there are a lot. I they're not all local, but like my favorite acts that play the clubhouse are Robbie and the Houseplants, Citrus, Trisha Marshall Band, Teenage Halloween. I love Teenage Halloween. I fought. I don't understand why we're not all sitting in a room crying, listening to Luke's music Luke, at all times. Luke is, I don't understand. Luke, it. Luke has been super helpful. Luke with, is like, the best. Yeah. Getting shows here. Yeah. I love they're Luke. Awesome. Luke's here a lot. He's a great. great guy. Yeah. Um, um, I love Halogens. Is probably Halogens my favorite. Got Wellwisher coming. I'm so hyped to finally have Wellwisher coming yet, through so. here. Wellwisher is awesome. Yeah. yeah, we've been trying to break into that whole Asbury scene for a while, really? and they seemed at first. I mean, like 
you also seem yeah. iffy on us. Like, no, my attitude was, yeah. "What are you doing in Tom's River?" Every <laughs> every Asbury band we hit up in the beginning was 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 pretty iffy on us. Halogen at all? Yeah, <laughs> Halogens, who I again aren't necessarily Asbury, were the first band from like that scene to okay. actually give us a voice, and they've become like fucking mainstays here. Um, yeah, we're, we're like chill with all, with some of them now. Um. Shoebies are um, a really, really cool band that, like, if I – and I, I fucking say this all the time, and I fucking hate blowing smoke. Uh, but, but like, if any band is going to, like, I feel like make it out of our scene, it's going to be them. They're, like, very – They're very pop-friendly. Yeah, they're very pop I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, it's really cool, like, surf rock shit with some, with some emo vibes and some pop vibes. And they get – goddamn full full rooms of people singing and screaming and dancing and it's just like really cool to see that happening at your spot definitely yeah i mean this goes into i guess my next question what you were just saying like you felt like you know people were a little iffy about what you were doing when you were first talking to people from asbury i feel like i've been like i said before i'm 35 i've been involved in this for a while i know a lot of the people i moved to asbury to be part of that yeah. community and stuff i feel like we've all decided like okay there's like 500 people in the state that like this how do we collectively put our efforts <laughs> into making yeah. all 500 people like what we're doing or get, get things like and i feel like a lot of us have centered our attention on asbury because it's a lot easier yeah, it's also and very it, central like it's like it, in the middle between like a lot of stuff that too a lot of us have moved to that area the, everything's in walking distance it yeah. makes it very easy but what you guys have been doing it kind of plays into this other thing that i grew up in where i grew up in new in brick and tom's river area where basically when i was young if you weren't playing in new brunswick you were a kid you were a child playing mm -hmm. a high school like vfw <laughs> like what you were doing was not yeah. seriously part of the music scene and a lot of kids in my area were like mm, i'm not driving 40 minutes for that you're gonna drive down to me and that attitude changed that area and a lot of people from this area have been prevalent in the late overall music community and i think it's inspiring to see you guys taking that tradition to the next step because what you're doing is I've never even heard of anybody doing something like this you know I, I, being honest it's overly impressive because like I mean, people talk about like oh it'd be cool to run a venue or do something like that you've been overly I mean like to the point where I wasn't like that's a dumb idea to like I'm sitting here asking you to interview you know interview you know I will know <laughs> it's not a completely original idea like we, we definitely like made it our own and came with it but there are two other venues that I think are doing like incredible Incredible work in Jersey, uh, Boom Tunes. And yes, oh, yeah. amazing place. Boom yeah. Tunes and Flemington DIY. Yes, also yeah. another amazing place. Two incredible spots doing similar stuff to what yeah. we're doing. I completely agree, but you yeah. got to admit though that like yes, Asbury was has for so long been the central location for music, and they both took it north, and now we're pulling it south. Yeah, I feel like because I yeah. feel like even I still feel like even Atlantic County has this whole like dead space. There, you're um, right. We did not expect like from like day one, like on, like day we posted announcements. We did not expect like we were we were like the whole time talking about the Tom's River scene and like pulling people from Asbury, blah blah. And then like we immediately got all these people from the South Jersey scene that like we didn't even know existed. And like, the South Jersey scene is like, I love it. Like I love so many of the bands, but I feel like it's easier to pull from that than it is from Asbury. People from Asbury would rather wait until their favorite bands play the brewery. Then uh, some band from Galloway wait until it plays like the one fucking house venue down there. 
Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that goes in my overall question. You're kind of answering it is like, how do you see yourself in that overall community? And I, I mean, I think you just answered right there. You're like you're pulling from the South that needs that. You know? I feel like we're important to the South. I want to, I mean, we, and a lot, some of our favorite acts and stuff are from more north of from where we are. Yeah. We, pull, we pull from the, all over the state, really. Like, ultimately, mm-hmm. like, there are bands that, like, are really far out that draw here, and there are bands from this town that don't draw here. Like, it's, like, It also just so depends on the tell. day and the bill Oh, and yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. A band that pulled last time might, might not, not pull, pull again. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, I think... You know, being part of it for so long, I see how there's, like, these hubs throughout our state. And, like, this area is hard. It's the hard... I I would say that anything under Asbury, it really is difficult to get people from Ocean County and all these people to come out. But there is the need for it. There's people that want to do it. And you guys have done an amazing job of centralizing all those people. And I, I think it's overly inspiring to the point where it's, like, now there's another great power in that area where there's real, real, a real presence where you, you literally have a clubhouse, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the, the way we view it is we just try to be a service to everyone that we serve and like both to like our audience and to the bands we work with. We don't really see them as different because like the people that are in one band one night are the attendees the next night. Okay. So it's just about like giving these people what they need. What does an audience need? What, what makes a place cool for an audience member? What makes a place cool for a band? Like, for bands that are really interested in making sure that, like, they can hear their vocals and, like, that the light's good and that there's a place to, like, load in and stuff like that, that it's, like, comfortable and stuff. And for audience members, they, it's it's about the atmosphere and, like, how does it feel when you're in the room? And it's, like, we just try to, like, think of just... We don't try to separate too much about, like, how... We're not thinking about revenue streams in that way, like, that some people might do. I mean, it's just... There, you know, I think we've all grown up seeing the the meme or the post like punk rock is not bar culture, and I would have argued with you for pretty much my whole life. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, like so is a lot of music and stuff. It has to do with you know, there's a venue they make their money through a bar, mm-hmm. and like yeah, that bar needs to be full for us to have the venue. Mm-hmm. And I would have argued that for a long time. I think you've totally shut me down on that argument <laughs> because I mean you're running. Something in us. I mean, of course it is. You know, if it was easy, no, everyone would do it. You know, like you're doing something that's not just difficult, but you're doing it in an overly difficult area where it's really needed. So I I have to commend you on that. I mean, it's it's overly important, and uh, I really really appreciate it in an overall sense. And I I guess my next question is just like, what is your overall agenda? with the the venue i guess you answered that in a many parts but like would you like to paraphrase it maybe yeah i'll take it yeah. um yeah i would say that our that our goal to distill it very simply my personal belief about art about punk and i should note that we don't just do music we also have like a little store where local artists can sell their clothing and artwork and That's stuff awesome. like that. That is attached to the venue at all times. So like when you're at a show, you can like browse the store, buy a little bit of art, buy gifts, that kind of thing. And my personal view and the, the thing that I take with me is that I think when it comes to art, not just punk, but art at all, that like 90% of the battle is just having space to do it. Meh. And I think that in as many ways as we can, create space, create places, create platforms for our artists. That is the goal, and to expand that as much as we can. Right now, we're looking at rehearsal spaces, expanding the YouTube series, expanding that kind of thing, just creating 
space and platforms, I think is the, the goal. Cool. I mean, I you even just answered my next question. That was like your future plans. Like you guys are talking about doing rehearsal space and like you. I love the YouTube channel. I like the idea. The overall idea of it is what I'm super in love with, and just I'm overly in love with every the whole, whole overall idea. But uh, I mean, is there anything else you got? We're gonna have some final questions before we enter mm -hmm. the view that Ed's gonna ask for us. Uh, that we ask all of our uh, interviewees. Uh, but uh, what is it? Do you guys have any shout-outs or anything else you'd like to point out or anything else? I think we named a lot of the bands already. We should probably shout-out, like, some of our... We're a nonprofit, Please. and me and Jim make no money from this. And honestly, for a very, very long time, we probably never will see any of sort, uh, type of of income from from the work Personally, that we do yeah, yeah um but but we, we 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 have a lot of volunteers and a few of them um jeff coverstone is like our our like top photographer he came to a show and he just became grand opening. yeah and we he, just met him downstairs a wonderful guy yeah he just became like our best friend and then i'm gonna fuck up his last name i hope Rob. you know it. Rob. i fuck up last names all the time don't worry he's a minor we shouldn't say his last name you're not fine you're right he is a minor <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 uh, Rob. I'm not looking up your name on Facebook now. Uh, Rob is a um, is a audio student at uh, the Performing Arts Academy, and came to a show and and we eventually learned that he'd be he would he was interested in helping us out on days where Jimmy couldn't be around or something like that, and now he does sound for us a lot and he's like an insanely important <laughs> piece of the puzzle that we have here. Um, Cassie, Jimmy's partner, um, manages art, the store and all the local artists way better than I feel like the two of us could, and she really keeps that place like kind of running smoothly. Um, and then there's a lot of other people that pop in and out. Like, lot, yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom from Peach Creek. Tom from Peach Creek. Uh, Matt Bailey from um, Forest Puppies. They from Forest Puppies, they do and volunteer we, work. We have a ton of people. Like when we did our move here, mm -hmm. we had we literally had three days. To move from the old spot to the new spot and make it a wow. thing before January. 1st. Yeah, it was it was three I saw days. The post on we Instagram. were working on New Year's Eve. It was fucking awful. It was insane. <laughs> and not fun. It was like, not fun. It was miserable. Like, it, it paid off. It was, it was like emotionally awesome. draining. But, um, <laughs> um, but we had so many people come out to that. I would love mm -hmm. to be able to list all of them, but I'm not going to try because I don't want to leave anyone out. I want to bring up one person though because I brought him up very subtly earlier, and I hope he's mad. I feel like if I don't bring up the name. I said a house show down in South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I helped uh, start a house venue down there that I no longer am really involved with. But the guy's still doing it. It's called Greenbrier House. It's uh, right down by Stockton University. Oh, cool. Uh, their shows are amazing. Their shows are like, really cool. That's because the Galloway scene is kind of dead, and they only do one show a month. So, like... Everyone fucking comes everyone out. That's awesome. Like, That's sick. But it's, it's so like cool. it's like super punk. We were getting shut down by the cops in the beginning, like every goddamn show. Until, you did them outside. The, until I finally told told my, my buddy Chitty to fucking move them inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, he's the only person that I feel like I really got to give a shout out to. <laughs> yeah. right. And then Chris, uh, Chris and Mike Seltzer uh, volunteered most of their time for the hangouts for the hangout sessions on YouTube where we record bands. So yeah. that's incredible too. Yeah, we've had just like as soon as we opened, just so many people like finding this important and like doing incredible work, helping us out. Yeah, so it's all I like. I said I really like the the YouTube looks super professional. Yeah, it looks, that's it all looks super sick. Yeah, it really does. We can't do cool shit, shit. With video. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, 
you want to go to our final questions, Ed? All right, sure. So whoever wants to start first, name three cartoon or animated characters that you would relate to. And out of those three, which one would you relate to the most? You want to go first? No, I'm not ready. Sorry, I know it's all about to throw out you. Any fictional character that's animated. Any fictional character that's animated. You can do movies, you can do cartoons, you can do comics, you can do video games. They have to be animated. Okay, shit. I'm going to start with, my first one is Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. Wow, that's a real good one. I just feel like he's really passionate about things. And like it doesn't matter, other people aren't as passionate about him. He he just wants to talk about. Yeah, it. I love that <laughs> that's really good. That's actually, that's I don't know why he like sick. popped into my head. Like that, but, uh, I only have one that popped right into my head, and it was uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yes, <laughs> he's he's I feel like my spirit animal. But uh, and if I if anything, probably who I relate to the most. Um, A lot of people tell me I look like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> so, like, if I like, hold the hair back, I see it a little bit. Uh, I see it a little bit. <laughs> Wait a second. I totally just had one. Oh, dude, Ash from the Pokemon series. Really? Um, wow, that's a good one. No, you want to know why? It's because he's a piece of shit and like <laughs> and skates by on other people's work. <laughs> <laughs> he loses like every Pokemon And then like battle. still gets the badge <laughs> like, for like the bad. spirit of friendship. <laughs> Be like, you and you and your Pokemon really sure do love each other and even though you lost, here's the badge. Damn, ragging on Ash, bro. Oh, man. Like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, no, that's how I, that's how I flip through life. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I also Ride people's coattails. Why work? <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to that alligator from Princess and the Frog. He's cool. I love that you brought up that movie. <laughs> like, he, like he can't drink in the movie, but like that guy just like clearly is like laying in the river, drinking and playing his trumpet, and like. That's how I want to be. That's not how I am, but it is how I want to be. All right, be. let me find a Disney movie to for my third. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, with with the guy who runs the bathhouse in Frozen. I'm not sure if you saw that movie. I didn't see it. No. Uh, uh, he runs Wandering Oaken Spa. Yeah, there we go. He's just some like big guy who speaks with a Swedish accent, and that's like all I want to be in life. You know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's awesome. I think the alligator's name is Louie. I think it's funny. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right, so yeah, that's that's what I got, and yeah, I relate the most to Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll stick with Sheen too. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. Favorite curse word. I guess we're going with words I say the most. We're a safe space. So we gotta be careful here. It's fu- I say fuck. Say fuck I say fuck a lot. We didn't yeah, say yeah, ignorant so words. We said a swear word. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was joking. All right. Favorite. <laughs> favorite. I love asshat. That's a great that's one. Well, I love that adding yeah. hat or bag onto a bad yes, word yeah, makes it worse. Um, <laughs> I love asshat because, like, it when you're like so mad at someone, but you don't think they're a mean person. Like, it's like they're not an asshole. You're just like, oh, you asshat. Like, I like you're it. Just dumb. Like, it's I so like good. It. it is. Dickhead is another. I feel like yeah. off of that, yeah, I, I do like calling people dickheads. Yeah, but I feel like my favorite swear word is probably just fuck. I, I say it a lot. Fuck is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You know my stance on fuck, man. That's homie right there. Shout out fuck one time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to ask this one last question, and that's what's one thing you've learned in the past seven days? A week. Past seven days? The, the past week, what have you learned? I'm going to go inspirational on this one. Not inspirational, but just like this really blew me away. 
Um, we have been absolutely incredibly stressed moving into this new spot. It has been wonderful, but like it has been a fucking roller coaster. And I have been so ridiculously behind on booking local support for February. And we posted like a post last night at like 8 p.m. We're like, we need local support on all of these dates. And I think it was like eight dates, and I think it was like 16 bands total. And February's next month. We were like, yeah. we're fucked. By midnight, every show was booked. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. By midnight, yeah. every single show was booked. Like, What's up, NJ? No spots left. <laughs> Shouts out that New Jersey. Because <laughs> people want to play. Yeah. Yeah, people want to fucking play. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Is there anything else you'd like to add? You guys were wonderful guests. Oh, shit. I was hoping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, dude, I didn't uh, even shit. realize. All right. I he, was thought, s- he thought he was going to get away I with was going to so. say something really dumb because, <laughs> No, say like, something dumb. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but apparently um, uh, the Prince Harry, and I believe her name is Meghan Markle. It's something. Merkel. Okay. Uh, they are they are the prince and the I guess princess yeah. of England are leaving, and I yeah. only know that because oh, wow. a pop up notification from Reddit told me on the Reddit page uh, out of the loop, and I clicked <laughs> on it because I was like I'm out of the loop on this. I don't know what's happening with Prince Harry and Meghan, and I've never been interested in the royal family. <laughs> but the pop up notification made me be like, well maybe maybe they did something really bad, and as it turns out, they were just like. We don't want to be a part of this no more. And, um, and I only vaguely heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. They still make money. They still get like taxpayer money to pay for like things. I didn't even know that until hearing that they were leaving the royal family. I'm like, wait a minute. British people pay for them still to do stuff. I'm like, that sucks. I didn't <laughs> even get a choice to leave. I know you could be like, no, oh, yeah, royalty. Oh no, no Reddit out. talked about it's a big deal. Apparently. No, Reddit talked about you not really having a choice and the rest of the royal family not really being sure what to do. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not it's not up to you to leave. Right. You can't abandon your family. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. That's <laughs> sick. Why not? Punk rock. Yeah, yeah. that's it. that is super punk rock. <laughs> <That's laughs> to be royal and be like, fuck <laughs> this shit. Fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go be punk. <laughs> Yeah, all right. That was awesome. Uh, no, you guys were amazing guests. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, hopefully we can work out more stuff in the future. I'd love to like book stuff down here and for stuff. Sure. And uh, I wanted to talk to you guys more about the YouTube show, but we'll talk more off screen about Absolutely. that. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be, it. what's today's date? It's the... the- 13th? 14th. No, it's the 14th. 14th. Thank you. So that means 15th, 16th, 17th. So this will be posted on the 17th on Friday. Uh, so uh, what is it? Oh, sick. That's awesome. Wow, that's so cool. You should be where he is and not listening to this podcast. But, but you can listen to it in Disney World if you wanted to, I guess. Uh, what is it? You can have a double whammy of fun. Uh, yeah, because we're as fun as Disney World. Uh, <laughs> Going into Small World with your AirPods in. Yeah. <laughs> no It'll sound like all. the little people are me. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? Yeah, so uh, check out next time. I think we're going to do a history episode next. We're doing the 1970s riots of Asbury. And then uh, I know we have some more interviews set up. But I don't know what they are right now, so I'll let you know when I do. And All right. More, more advice to come, and also fe- uh, February thirteenth, uh, we're gonna have a show, so look out for the. Fly. Oh yeah, February thirteenth, Bond at- Street Bar, Valentine's Day Eve Massacre. It's gonna be called. Yeah, and uh, our March twentieth show is booked for the second anniversary at Asbury Park Brewery. I'll be releasing the lineup really soon, but it's gonna be March twentieth. It's a Friday. All right. Anything else, Kyle? Anything else, Ed? We'll see you on the flip side, y'all. All right, guys. Thanks again. See you later.
Only posers don't listen. YouTube intro. What's going on, guys? Hey, everybody. It's me, Matthew. Uh, I'm Kyle, the co-host. And I'm Ed the Punk. And this is another episode of Only Posers Don't Listen to Podcasts. And we're here with very special guests, uh, Matt and Jimmy from the clubhouse of Tom's River. I'm very excited to get this interview going, guys, because I've been wanting to do an interview with you guys ever since I've seen all the crazy stuff you've done online and stuff. I've only been able to get to one show here. What show? And it was the one you, you had in this room, in the bigger space. Oh, the first oh, one Oh shit, yeah, that was a cool show. Buy That K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian Sweet. is a friend of mine. Oh, and that show was amazing. That show literally fucking was a Hail Mary toss that like got us into this new space that we just Oh, really? Oh, that was like sorry. our trial run show. That was our trial run show, and we were really afraid that it would bomb. We didn't, um, we didn't know Ian, right, was the promoter? I Ian, he's a great, yeah. good friend. He made our logo. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> what is it? We didn't know Ian. We didn't know the, the, the scene that he ran in, and he asked for a bigger space, and we were like, yeah, we'll put it here. And then as the show was moving closer, we started to really fear that this was going to not work as a show and we thought that the landlord who was going to be here to like check it out to see if like we were worth something and it just it was fucking incredible yeah, yeah it was we, a great we, show we, we were awesome. so worried and then like i think what like i think the count was like 120 people showed up yeah it was amazing. amazing it was yeah. insane it was, so it, was a, it was a really good show there's a really good lineup everybody was really good yeah, uh, i didn't i was really only here for uh the misfit kids and, uh, good, and yeah. Con Sweetie, because I'm familiar with them, but everybody was amazing and blew me out of the water that night. I love Sunshine's Baz. Yeah. Oh, they're an awesome band. Yeah, Shouts Spaz. out. And whoever the, the hip-hop artist was that opened was awesome, too. There were a few yes. hip-hop artists that day. Yeah, yeah one, one opened, I remember that. Yeah, uh, what is it? I originally heard about you guys. Uh, I'm from this area. I'm from Brick, and okay. I used to work yeah. at Revolutionary Lounge. Sure. I was uh, the cook there for a long time, and when I was working there, I think somebody brought it up that there was a venue opening in, in Tom's River, and my immediate thought was, whoa, that's a weird, bad idea. <laughs> like, like, that seems like not a good idea. And then I would see your stuff. I followed you guys on Instagram. I would see all the videos. I, I see you know, do the YouTube channel. Uh, what is it? And I, I just, everything got bigger and bigger and more impressive, and I was just like, wow, dude, I've blown out of the water by everything they've done and then I heard you were moving to the bigger space and I think that was the day that I posted something online because we had yeah. to make announcements about yeah. stu our own stuff and I was like yo these guys are awesome like mm -hmm. I'd love to do something with them and yeah that's when you guys reached back out to us yeah. so um just starting off like do you guys like you want to introduce yourselves a little more have you done anything like besides this is this all you do the the Tom's not to say all you do yeah. but yeah, uh, well, I'm Jimmy. I'm the director of the clubhouse. I handle a lot of the booking and a lot of the management over here. And uh, I used to play in a band called Harborland. Okay. Um, so okay. that's what I did for, for a bunch of years. That's the scene that I know. The, I know the emo scene really well. Okay. We played in New York and New Brunswick all the time and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, and I do audio and production and lighting work. Like, that's my main gig mm. outside of this. That's how I get paid. So I apply a lot of that knowledge to what I do here. Wow. Thank you for understanding yeah. how I badly interpreted that question you, you answered it exactly the way i wanted but so, so yeah i'm matt uh i'm a um i'm a something at the clubhouse i i help i help uh you're an officer i'm an officer so so yeah we're not profit so there's all these like fucking words <laughs> that, 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 that go along with it but um 
really the clubhouse was was mine, Jimmy's, and then a bunch of other people's ideas that helped us uh, come to it. I mainly here uh, am like the door guy. I do our closest thing to security, I guess. When people ever ask if we have security, it's He's me. The muscle. I'm the muscle. <laughs> I'm muscle. Um, I like that. So yeah, uh, Jimmy and I uh, met through like music in like the early, or, I mean, I guess like the mid 2000s, and we played in some bands. Um, I fell out of local music and the DIY scene like super hard in college, or I guess like towards the end of high school, and I didn't really, I fell super into like folk punk and like fell off the grid for a while. <laughs> um, like legit, wasn't on social media, wasn't in contact with Jimmy or like any of my old friends while I was in school, and then towards the end of it, I was just like, I miss those days. I hit back. I, I I went to a Harborland show, and uh, yeah, then we just a year later we we were here. Oh really? Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. So like, yeah, like that was the next question I have basically is like, how did you guys st- get started and like, what is the clubhouse of Tom's River? We kept getting drunk and saying how well we could run a venue. Really? That's 100 percent honest. So like, That's awesome. in the spirit of all Ocean County kids, I respect that. <laughs> Jimmy and I weren't hanging out regularly for like that like uh, underground like we're under 21 and getting bombed in our parents' house phases. So we had to catch up when we when we got back in contact with each other a couple years ago um and i remember i went to a harborland show and i went back to his house afterwards and i just started sinking beers and he was sinking beers and we were having fun (laughs) and then uh, literally like a year after that he was just like i want to do something with local music and local art and we talked about it and i remember we looked at rent for places and we were like nope fuck this we can't do it (laughs) and uh and it actually died for like a month or two and then one day you were just all like i got it and and i think that was like february of of 2018 um and what you said you got was not what we ended up with yeah we found this spot this is really really funny we found this spot on higher street which is like basically right next to where we are now like you passed the building underway that we were going to move into um, on your way into the parking lot for this building. And we started a conversation with this landlord. We, like, definitely thought it was going to happen. And we were, like, really getting close to moving forward. And we, like, the building was painted this, like, really cool, rustic red color. And we were like, yo, that color's sick. We should get our logos designed based around that color. <laughs> and then everything fell through. And then we kept the logos. <laughs> but, but the original idea and what Jimmy told me was going to be able to make us like financially stable was that we were going to um, sell rehearsal space, which is something that we still haven't done. It's something that we're still interested in. Okay. We still want to do it. It's still in the pipeline. But like Jimmy was just all like, hey, you know how we were always worried about like $5 tickets not being able to sell rent? Or not yeah, being yeah, able to totally. pay, pay for rent? Um, what if we did this? And that really made us like put a fire under our butts to find a spot. And when we found a spot, they were like, we can't do it. Just rehearsal space wouldn't work. But we thought that it, we could still try, um, still give it a shot without that. And it worked. And then when that when that building fell through, we were just approached by the downtown shops at Fifty Three Main. Oh really? We had paperwork in in already. Like we had paperwork for the other spot, like on its way. So the town kind of knew it was happening, and um, then it fell through. And then we just like got a blind email from the downtown shops at Fifty Three Main, and they were like, "Hey, it seems like your idea is good, and that like, you might want to try it out here first. And then they like, and they have like a really cool opportunity for small business owners and retail. 
retail people for you can rent like a very small shop in their place. It's only the rent was what four fifty a month. Four fifty, and we got wow. Out. No, it's three seventy five a month. And we got wow. and we got um, a storage unit. Have you ever you y'all you, you are from um like as the Asbury area? We live yeah. in the Asbury area now. All right, yeah. so it's literally a copy, a much smaller copy of I think it's the arcade or the something. Shops at the arcade. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's right on Cookman. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Tom's River's like first, uh, I guess, attempt at like making where we are currently like. Cool, like Asbury or Red Bank. Yeah, it's a good yeah, idea. And they have that cool activity room in the back, and we're, that's where. And we the activity room is, yeah, where we. And then uh, we we were doing shows. And we our, and first of all, we planned. This is the shows. original room you had. Yeah, which okay. again, that opened in like May of yeah. twenty. Like this, we're we're still young. Uh, less yeah, than yeah. A year. May twenty it and right now it's. January You're less than a year? We're less than a year, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, wow. shit. Well, grand opening was June 2019. Grand, yeah, we did like three shows prior to our grand opening, like some test runs. Um, but yeah, Mother's Day of this past year was our first ever show after hanging out with our moms. We hit up uh, <laughs> downtown Tom's River, put up some lights, some speakers, and did a show. Wow. wow. I promoted other shows and done Okay. I, I've been promoting shows for like five or six years. Mm-hmm. Like, I okay. really like and I guess the idea of the clubhouse is way older than me because Jimmy was putting on like house shows at a community center. Yeah, like a VFW type hall. There was like a beach club right by my house. Um, and I used to host shows like once a month there. There were always free shows. You and guys are all from the area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're the Rev Lounge where you worked, yeah. we're, we're from Silverton. The oh, okay. Area. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we were that, that's area. how we knew each other. Oh, okay, perfect. Media. Okay, I understand now. Yeah. So, and I ran little shows there and there were free shows at this like beach club type place and the neighborhood what they call that place is they call that place the clubhouse so that's where we got the name for, for this thing oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. interesting yeah. i like that yeah uh, i mean I, I, it, the amount of shows you guys do it's fucking yeah, it's like five a week. Crazy. yeah yeah <laughs> it's five because I, I no one sends me the flyers i have to go out and like look up yeah. flyers and stuff yeah. and you guys are good at posting them like compared to a lot of other venues like they really don't post their flyers or don't I do a good job make sure they get out there yeah, oh, yeah and you totally. guys will post them i'll be able to get them all in order and yeah. shit like that from you it's one it's one, you're one of the few instagrams that i can go to and be like okay i'm gonna get all these flyers yeah. they're gonna be in order <laughs> you know yeah. But uh, yeah, um, what like you mentioned, you were like kind of coming from the emo scene. But like, is there any other genres of music that you guys are like more partial to, or more, like more your thing? Uh, like I said in college, I was super into folk punk, but I honestly think that was like, if anything, more dangerous on my. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I would say we just gravitate like to the more DIY it is, the, the more like we're the more we're into it. We're not like I, I wouldn't say we're like we're not there are some people that are die. DIY or die and mm-hmm. like. More power to them, but like we're not that. But like, okay. But like all those genres, like if it's fucking punk rock, it's cool. Like, I, and I don't necessarily mean, mean like punk is a sound. Right. I mean, no, like, I know what you mean. Punk is a feeling. You know what I mean? No, no, exactly, <laughs> totally. But I mean, we really vibe with like, I mean, very like emo revival. I've been getting soup since opening the clubhouse. I've been getting super into like people what i I don't love the name, but what what Reddit nerds call scrams. Okay. Okay. Um, not familiar. It's like it's, it's like a, a screaming. It's it's it's, it's screamo, but, but with like, like a hard, like, yeah. soft emo tune. As far yeah. as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, the term scrams comes from 
uh, people getting upset that the term screamo was being given to bands like right. Me the Horizon yeah. and yeah. Uh, Asking Alexandria. So they wanted to distance themselves from that. So Scrams is like traditional 90s right. uh, screamo, but just okay. with a different name so people don't compare them with like the yeah, wrong. They should work on that. They should have another meeting and be like, guys, our brand is hurting. It's a very like internet name. I'm pretty positive it was born on Twitter. That's what, like balancing composures? Yeah, yeah. They do some scram stuff. Okay, okay. All right. We love uh, Ogbert the Nerd. Like, and, like, yeah, Ogbert is a is, yeah. a is a Ogbert is a um uh, is, is a local New Brunswick band, and they're like classic scrams. They're so fucking good. Okay, I definitely have to check them out. And then I like a lot of softer indie pop type stuff. Okay, cool. Like, I love when Citrus comes through. They're fucking <laughs> Citrus <laughs> Asbury based band. They're really cool. All right, cool. A lot of good things about them. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. dope. They're really great. I ha- I've never heard them, but I definitely will check them out now, especially if they're in our area. They just right. put out a single that's like really, really. Yeah, no, everybody's talking about. There's that. just so much music that it's just like it gets mm-hmm. to the point where because I like I try to listen to all the stuff that people send us, but it is hard. I have like a job and stuff. <laughs> I have to like do things. Yeah, you get like twenty emails a day. Like, no, it's yeah, a lot. It's yeah. crazy. That's I, yeah. Then you understand, you know, like with people sending you emails, like I would love to sit down and respond to every single yeah. person. I physically don't have the time, yeah. you know, like, and, but that is, it makes it difficult. I feel bad, especially when people want to like play a show or do something. I don't like, I don't want to ignore you, but like, I have to go back to work. <laughs> um, you guys do a lot of different like music events, like a lot of different genres of music. Yeah. And I mean, I, we kind of walked in before and saw that you were doing something a little different and you mentioned you wanted to do more rehearsal space, but do you host any other kind of events other than like live music? <laughs> not really we hosted a uh like the i guess like a diy ted talk once um oh yeah that was cool yeah, okay it was a um it was a woman from from europe somewhere. yeah no i actually think she ended up she she mentioned germany i think she was all oh. over europe but um it was it was her um d- 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 discussing uh like the her trans experience her trans experience but in music yeah. so oh interesting yeah it was it was super interesting it was really quite good it was a good night yeah it was like, maya from queers to the front booking out in the uk they, yeah. they do booking like all over the states too oh, do they? Cool. I yeah, oh yeah they book, they book tours in, in the states that's sick yeah but you got you haven't done any like comedy nights i guess or like no i think we got an email about one the other day we got two emails on the same day about comedy here at the clubhouse so it's probably something we'll in the future it's possibly definitely something we're looking at um another event we we did one of and i want to get more into is we did this thing called a called clubhouse conversations interesting what we did for that was we just like we we basically like said come here there's free pizza bring your own beer and like tell us what you want to see from the scene like tell us what that is fucking awesome what's different what should we start doing to like improve ourselves that's super super awesome we had this idea to to like combine that with a with like an open mic open mic because we we were doing an open mic and unfortunately it's over now um, so we're thinking about like blending a like a once a month open mic clubhouse conversations thing. That's a really cool idea. I would love to know about that, and we'll help promote in yeah, any way we can. I think we're just trying to settle in. To settle in spot. here, yeah. and definitely. Then, like, February, March, we might start doing some more stuff like that. It was cool though. We got we had a lot of we had a lot of different voices. Um, yeah, a lot of different we, types of people too. We yeah, you know, as we had um, like some queer folk come out to let us know what what they were thinking. Um, we had um, 
like a lot of uh, like older like punks come out to kind of talk about like what they miss from the scene when they were like in high school and shit, which was like I a hundred percent want to hear because like okay. I, I am, I'm super interested in learning about the old scene and stuff like that, like what I miss. I've been hearing about it my whole entire fucking right? life. I'm sick and tired of hearing. I like, I just don't want to hear old people come talk about punk rock. Like, <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 35, and I feel like unless you go to shows prominently or, or in bands or uh-huh. participate in something, after like 30, you have to have an excuse to call yourself a punk. Or it just, it doesn't work. What are you doing? But yeah, I mean, they, they do deserve, I guess they deserve to hear them out. I get a lot of mail from 40-year-old a- assholes who don't go to shows, all right? I'm a little resentful. <laughs> but uh, no, that's a super cool idea. Like overall, that's a super cool idea. Uh, I guess my next question would be uh, like, what is one of the worst shows you guys have had? And what is one of the best shows you guys have had? Oh, I, I knew I knew this was a loaded question. So Hold up, wait. Let's do best shows first, so then yeah, we can awkwardly sure. stare at each other for the worst show <laughs> and see if we can actually say words. There's different uh, bests for sure. Uh, That's cool. Fuck. Okay, different bests. Like, jeez, we did cra- some... like the craziest energy was absolutely the Halloween show. Like, oh. our Halloween show was nuts. <laughs> it was just our Halloween, Halloween show was 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 four acts. Jimmy. Uh, uh, played a Sp- Springsteen cover set. Um, <laughs> Sick. Uh, uh, a band that I'm not sure if you've heard of, um, but they are uh, no longer uh, with us in any way. Uh, Hopper Pond. <laughs> they're no longer with us. They um, died. Sh- they were fucking hardcore they're, canceled. They're they okay. were, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, the fucking DIY Twitter tore them to pieces. They're bad humans. Insane. Uh, they play modern baseball. Modern baseball is a good band. They are a good band. Yeah, they so they band. yeah they played a Mobo set. Uh, this year's comeback from Tom's River played uh, My Chemical Romance, and then uh, Cave Art played The Killers. That and sounds that fun. And we sold way too many tickets. I was I was the door guy. I was very drunk. I was letting everybody in. Um, it was just so wild. And like it was like the crowd was just going nuts the whole time. And it probably went to like. The show probably ended around midnight, but, like... We left the building at, like, 3. Like yeah, 3 like, we definitely, like, hung out late that night. And just, like, party. Show that we've, it was, like, the latest we've been in that building. So that was... No, but, I mean... Oh, hold up. I could probably find a show that, like, out like outside of being drunk and nostalgic could yeah. say I loved. I mean, I love the Shoebies show. Like... All of Shoebies is always really fun. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a band uh, from Wall, I think, called Halogens. Yeah. They're like probably my current favorite band that has, has played awesome. here. I think the last time they played was really really chill because we like forced them to do like two uh, encores because they were just like <laughs> they were just like okay we're done and I'm like I'm sorry are you not gonna play the backwoods and I the smile that creeped across his face was fucking just like it was heartwarming he was just like you want us to play the backwoods and I'm like play the fucking backwoods and, and, he, and he played the song and I was like yes yeah that was rad. I don't know. Do you have a favorite show that you can think of? My f- I, I, my favorite like one to watch was for sure the um, the Robbie and the Houseplants. So, oh yeah, that's that Boston just band. So good. That like band like I don't know. I was watching that band like listening to the lyrics and it just like like hit me and it just like really connected and I just like loved 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 that set. But I don't know. I, I there's a lot of there's been a lot of great shows like standouts that. Even like not packed shows, a couple of them like the hard side, tough turf. And we do so many that it actually like yeah. legitimately is like tough to be like. One of my favorite bands that have come through here is a is a band called Ultra Deluxe from New York. They're very, um, 
uh, they describe themselves, I think, as like queer neon punk. It's like super That's an like awesome description. It's yeah. like super <laughs> in your face, like kind of like screamo, but with like some like pop added to it and it's hmm. nuts and there's only drummer and a bass player and they're like all that's over the place super awesome. um, that sounds right up and I'm trying yeah. to like pick like which show did I like more like at this point like I just know the acts I don't, and I don't really know how much we can get into shows we don't like there, <laughs> there are there are some I th- I think let's let's go with a general thing here there I think people that don't get that we're a non-profit trying to just like create space for people whenever we have bands come in that don't understand what we are what we do and that like no one is getting paid from this Mm. when people don't understand that and when there becomes attitudes that that those are the worst shows okay and there are definitely bands that i could yeah i agree and there are definitely bands that i feel like we don't like i'm I'm, we definitely don't have like a blacklist i want to (laughs) i I 100 percent don't want to work with again um, it's not big. It's definitely not big at all, but there's definitely some attitudes that I just thought were, like, very disrespectful and, like... It happens. Just the opposite of, like, DIY and what we're trying to promote. Yeah. There was a show that was actually, like, a very successful show, though, that, like, scared us. We did a hardcore show. Okay. In, like... When was that? I forget, but so no, I, I know where he's going. Hardcore shows from time to time, especially when there's, like, some dude who's just, like, like hammer-fisting people on the heads. Yeah. Just, like... We're not sure. We're not sure how much we want this to happen here. Like, for, we literally in the heat of the moment, we're like, "Are we done with hardcore with with this?" And we mm-hmm. haven't been because that was yeah, we've months done ago. We've done a lot of hardcore since. since. But like, yeah, you've done a lot. In yeah. that moment, we were just like, "This is fucking insane." And there's like obviously different types of hardcore. It was very that like metalcore. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's. I think it has a lot to do with the community of people that are behind it. You know, like, you'll have a lot of kids that'll come out to a show and they'll get reckless, but they're all super respectful and kind of know each other and know where the boundaries are. And then there are kids that, like, it's usually not kids, it's usually one individual. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's usually one individual who's, like, got to get his rocks off on something here, you know? And I'll admit, we shouldn't have been shoving hardcore into that small room. But, like... Yeah, hardcore is going to be... We haven't had a hardcore show here yet at this Well, we had the Kissies show. I mean, that was more, like... They're hardcore. Yeah, they're right? definitely yeah. hardcore. But the man. rest of that bill was like, was like gloom de- metal. Core and yeah, and yeah. Like... Uh, no, we haven't. We, we haven't done. I feel like a true hardcore show here yet. And it for obviously listeners who've never been to our old space, like it was fifty cap. Yeah, pushing, right. pushing yeah. it. We're currently at like hundred fifty cap. So like we added an extra hundred people and. Um, yeah, a hardcore <laughs> show will probably operate much smoother here. Definitely, For definitely. Sure. Yeah, I would love to talk to you guys about maybe doing something in the future. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of answered this, but do you have any other, like, horror stories or, like, really good stories from just, like, running shows or doing anything like that that you want to mention? Yeah. I'm probably sure I have a thousand. <laughs> I mean, go right ahead and tell me anything you'd like. This isn't a horror story. This is one of my favorite moments that's ever happened. All right, happened. perfect. We had a... Um, I honestly forget the bill. I have a feeling it was a bit of a... No, not a bit. It was like a dead show, which, I mean, we throw some from time to time. And, and, uh, Five shows a week, guys. <laughs> Weekday shows with like... Tuesday shows are the worst, bro. They're Tuesday cursed. Tuesday shows are Tuesday, so hard. Cursed. And this might have been a Tuesday show. I'll look it up. It was... um, 
It was a band, and I'll drop the name because this isn't a bad story at all. They're called a Judgmental Swarm of Bees. They're That's a, a great name. They're a folk punk band from Albany. I think I know the story. Itself. They're fucking amazing. They, they were so cool. Like they opened up with a, a song about how like there's no room for like bigots and DIY, and I was like so hyped on it. But then some older guy walks in. And I mean, like, older guy. <laughs> and he was just all like, I was like, hey, here for the show? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, cool, $5. Hands me a five. I mark him. He heads into the room. And he stays for almost the entirety of their set. But he dips early. He dips, like, around the last song. And I don't learn until later that he interrupted them, like, before they played. And Like, right, right before they yeah. played their last song, and, he's like, and, and, right, I'm heading out. And, ga- and tipped them. Now, then, <laughs> no, no, wait, here's, here's what happened. He tipped so them, and we didn't learn of this till later. A hundred dollars. What? Whoa! Dude, that's a baller move. Yeah. What? Oh, if I ever get rich, that's totally a new thing Dude, I'm gonna do. Sick. It was the most incredible thing. We felt so bad because we're like, oh man, this touring band's gonna get nothing, and then they got a fucking hundred dollar bill. Yeah, like that's at the so end of the night, it was like beautiful. So I'm I'm standing there, right, and I saw him do it, and I was like. What the fuck just happened? Like, and so That's insane. He, he gives this guy a hundred dollar bill, and the singer picks it up like off the ground because he like threw it in the tambourine, and he picks it up off the ground and goes, "Thank like, you very thanks. much," and then puts it in his pocket. And I, and then they they end their set. He's gone now, and I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy. That guy gave you a hundred, right?" And the whole band was like, "He did fucking what?" And he's like, and then, like he, pulled out. he pulled it out of his pocket. He's like. I thought it was a 20, and everyone else was like, I thought it was a single. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was wild. It was so cool. That is a great story. Do you guys have any other ones you would like to mention? I was just story. like, I mean, it worked out for us, but, like, probably don't open your punk venue next to a pottery store. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 man. Hindsight. <laughs> nothing broke the whole time. They were actually super chill about us, but like as we were moving in, we were like, "Oh, this is not." The you way. should have a compilation <laughs> that's called that. That's just like, "Don't open your punk venue next to a pot." We honestly <laughs> believe that we were gonna have some sort of like very rough times with with them, and uh, from to- uh, like, let's not fucking beat around the bush. We uh, a a a <laughs> a band called Makita from Tom's River. They're an yeah. experimental. Yeah. yeah, okay. I know who they are. Yeah, Makita cool. are are on. They play the clubhouse the most. I recently figured that out. Um, Makita uh, drove drove the entire pottery class away one night. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> they were just like too metal. <laughs> That's. That's awesome. Pottery. That's really cool. Uh, so, like, Big you guys, you guys are just mentioning <laughs> before some uh, some other bands, and you mentioned earlier like other bands locally. Like, what are some of your favorite acts? I know so there are so many. Like, There's that, yeah, there are a lot. I they're think. not all local, but like my favorite acts that played the clubhouse are Robbie and the Houseplants, Citrus, Trisha Marshall Band. Teenage Halloween. I love Teenage, Teenage Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah, Teenage I fought. Halloween. I, I don't understand why we're not all sitting in a room crying, listening to Luke's music Luke, at all times. I don't understand. Luke, it. Luke has been super helpful. Luke with, is the like, best. Yeah. Getting shows here. Yeah. I love Luke. Awesome. Luke's here a lot. Yeah, he's great. a great guy. Yeah. Um, um, I love Halogens. Is probably Halogens my favorite. So um, got Wellwisher coming. I'm so hyped to finally have Wellwisher coming yet, through so. here. Wellwisher is awesome. Yeah. yeah. We've been trying to break into that whole Asbury scene for a while. Really? And they seemed, at first, I mean, like, you also seemed yeah. iffy on us. Like, no, my attitude was, yeah. what are you doing in Tom's River? Every <laughs> every Asbury band we hit up in the beginning was was, was pretty iffy on us. Halogen at all. Yeah. <laughs> 
Halogens, who I again aren't necessarily Asbury, were the first band from like that scene to okay. actually give us a voice, and they've become like fucking mainstays here. Um, yeah, we're, we're like chill with all with some of them now. Um, Shoebies are um, a really really cool band that like if I. And I, I fucking say this all the time, and I fucking hate blowing smoke. Uh, but, but like, if any band is going to, like, I feel like make it out of our scene, it's going to be them. They're, like, very... They're very pop-friendly. Yeah, they're very I pop I know what friendly. you mean. Yeah. Like, it's really cool, like, surf rock shit with some, with some emo vibes and some pop vibes. And they get goddamn full, full rooms of people singing and screaming and dancing. And it's just, like, really cool to see that happening at your spot. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, this goes into, I guess, my next question, what you were just saying. Like, you felt like, you know, people were a little iffy about what you were doing when you were first talking to people from Asbury. I feel like I've been, like I said before, I'm 35. I've been involved in this for a while. I know a lot of the people. I moved to Asbury to be part of that yeah. community and stuff. I feel like we've all decided, like, okay, there's like 500 people in the state that like this. How do we collectively put our efforts <laughs> into making yeah. all 500 people like what we're doing or get, get things? Like, and I feel like a lot of us have centered our attention on Asbury because it's a lot easier. It's also and very it, central. Like, it's like. It, in the middle between like a lot of stuff that too a lot of us have moved to that area the, everything's in walking distance it yeah. makes it very easy but what you guys have been doing it kind of plays into this other thing that I grew up in where I grew up in New, in Brick and Tom's River area where basically when I was young if you weren't playing in New Brunswick you were a kid you were a child playing mm -hmm. a high school like <laughs> VFW like what you were doing was not yeah. seriously part of the music scene and a lot of kids in my area were like mm, I'm not driving 40 minutes for that you're gonna drive down to me and that attitude changed that area and a lot of people from this area have been prevalent in the late overall music community and I think it's inspiring to see you guys taking that tradition to the next step because what you're doing is I've never even heard of anybody doing something like this you know I, I, being honest it's overly impressive because like I mean, people talk about like oh it'd be cool to run a venue or do something like that you've been overly I mean like to the point where I wasn't like that's a dumb idea to like I'm sitting here asking you to interview you know interview you know I will note it's not a completely original idea like we, we definitely like made it our own and came with it but there are two other venues that I think are doing like incredible Incredible work in Jersey, uh, Boom Tunes. And yes, oh, yeah. amazing place. Boom yeah. Tunes and Flemington DIY. Yes, also yeah. another amazing place. Two incredible spots doing similar stuff to what yeah. we're doing. I completely agree, but you yeah. got to admit though that like yes, Asbury was has for so long been the central location for music, and they both took it north, and now we're pulling it south. Yeah, I feel like because I yeah. feel like even I still feel like even Atlantic County has this whole like dead space. There, you're um, right. We did not expect, like, from, like, day one, like, on, like day we posted announcements, we did not expect, like, we were, we were, like, the whole time talking about the Tom's River scene and, like, pulling people from Asbury, blah, blah, And then, like, we immediately got all these people from the South Jersey scene that, like, we didn't even know existed. And like, the South Jersey scene is, like, I love it. Like, I love so many of the bands, but I feel like it's easier to pull from that than it is from Asbury. People from Asbury would rather wait until their favorite bands play the brewery then uh, some band from Galloway wait until it plays like the one fucking house venue down there. Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, that goes in my overall question. You're kind of answering it is like, how do you see yourself in that overall community? And I, I mean, I think you just answered right there. You're like, you're pulling from the South that needs that. 
You know? I feel like we're important to the south. I want to, I mean, we, and a lot, some of our favorite acts and stuff are from more north of from where we are. Yeah. And we, pull, we pull from the, all over the state, really, like, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like, there are bands that, like, are really far out that draw here, and there are bands from this town that don't draw here. Like, it's, like, It also just so depends on the tell. day and the bill Oh, and yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. A band that pulled last time might, might not, not pull, pull again. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, I think... You know, being part of it for so long, I see how there's, like, these hubs throughout our state. And, like, this area is hard. It's the hard... I I would say that anything under Asbury, it really is difficult to get people from Ocean County and all these people to come out. But there is the need for it. There's people that want to do it. And you guys have done an amazing job of centralizing all those people. And I, I think it's overly inspiring to the point where it's, like, now there's another great power in that area where there's real, real, a real presence where you, you literally have a clubhouse, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the, the way we view it is we just try to be a service to everyone that we serve and like both to like our audience and to the bands we work with. We don't really see them as different because like the people that are in one band one night are the attendees the next night. Okay. So it's just about like giving these people what they need. What does an audience need? What, what makes a place cool for an audience member? What makes a place cool for a band? Like, for bands that are really interested in making sure that, like, they can hear their vocals and, like, that the light's good and that there's a place to, like, load in and stuff like that, that it's, like, comfortable and stuff. And for audience members, they, it's it's about the atmosphere and, like, how does it feel when you're in the room? And it's, like, we just try to, like, think of just – we don't try to separate too much about, like, how – we're not thinking about revenue streams in that way, like, that some people might do. I mean, it's just there. You know, I think we've all grown up seeing the the meme or the post like punk rock is not bar culture, and I would have argued with you for pretty much my whole life. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, like so is a lot of music and stuff. It has to do with you know, there's a venue they make their money through a bar, mm-hmm. and like yeah, that bar needs to be full for us to have the venue. Mm-hmm. And I would have argued that for a long time. I think you've totally shut me down on that argument <laughs> because I mean, you're running. Something in us. I mean, of course it is. You know, if it was easy, no, everyone would do it. You know, like you're doing something that's not just difficult, but you're doing it in an overly difficult area where it's really needed. So I I have to commend you on that. I mean, it's it's overly important, and uh, I really really appreciate it in an overall sense. And I I guess my next question is just like, what is your overall agenda? with the the venue i guess you answered that in a many parts but like would you like to paraphrase it maybe yeah i'll take it yeah. um yeah i would say that our that our goal to distill it very simply my personal belief about art about punk and i should note that we don't just do music we also have like a little store where local artists can sell their clothing and artwork and That's stuff awesome. like that. That's awesome. That is attached to the venue at all times. So, like, when you're at a show, you can, like, browse the store, buy a little bit of art, buy gifts, that kind of thing. And my personal view and the, the thing that I take with me is that I think when it comes to art, not just punk, but art at all, that, like, 90% of the battle is just having space to do it. Meh. And I think that in as many ways as we can create space create places create platforms for our artists that is the goal and to expand that as much as we can right now we're looking at rehearsal spaces expanding the youtube series expanding that kind of thing just creating space and platforms i think is the the goal 
Cool. I mean, I you even just answered my next question. That was like your future plans. Like you guys are talking about doing rehearsal space and like you. I love the YouTube channel. I like the idea. The overall idea of it is what I'm super in love with, and just I'm overly in love with every the whole, whole overall idea. But uh, I mean, is there anything else you got? We're gonna have some final questions before we enter mm -hmm. the view that Ed's gonna ask for us. Uh, that we ask all of our uh, interviewees. Uh, but uh, what is it? Do you guys have any shout outs or anything else you'd like to point out or anything else? I think we named a lot of the bands already. We should probably shout out like some of our. We're a nonprofit, Please. and me and Jim make no money from this. And honestly, for a very, very long time, we probably never will see any sort, uh, type of of income from from the work Personally, that we do yeah, yeah um but but we we, we we have a lot of volunteers and a few of them um jeff coverstone is like our our like top photographer he came to a show and he just it's became grand opening. yeah and we just became, met him downstairs he's a wonderful guy yeah he just became like our best friend and then I'm gonna fuck up his last name. I hope Rob. you know it. Rob. I fuck up last names all the time. Don't worry. He's a minor. We shouldn't say his last name. You don't know. Fine. You're right. He is a minor. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 uh, Rob. I'm not looking up your name on Facebook now. Uh, Rob is a um, is a audio student at uh, the Performing Arts Academy, and came to a show and and we eventually learned that he'd be he would he was interested in helping us out on days where Jimmy couldn't be around or something like that. And now he does sound for us a lot, and he's like an insanely important <laughs> piece of the puzzle that we have here. Um, Cassie, Jimmy's partner, um, manages our, the store and all the local artists way better than I feel like the two of us could, and she really keeps that place like kind of running smoothly. Um, and then there's a lot of other people that pop in and out. A lot, yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom from Peach Creek. Tom from Peach Creek. Uh, Matt Bailey from um, Forest Puppies. They from Forest Puppies, they do volunteer we, work. We have a ton of people. Like when we did our move here, mm -hmm. we had we literally had three days to move from the old spot to the new spot and make it wow. a thing before January. Yeah, it was it was three I saw days. The post on we were Instagram. working on New Year's Eve. It was fucking awful. It was <laughs> and not fun. It was like, not fun. It was miserable. <laughs> It, it paid off. It was, it was like emotionally awesome. draining. But, um, <laughs> um, but we had so many people come out to that. I would love mm -hmm. to be able to list all of them, but I'm not going to try because I don't want to leave anyone out. I want to bring up one person, though, because I brought him up very subtly earlier, and I hope he's mad. I feel like if I don't bring up the name. I said a house show down in South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I helped uh, start a house venue down there that I no longer am really involved with. But the guy's still doing it. It's called Greenbrier House. It's uh, right down by Stockton University. Oh, cool. Uh, their shows are amazing. Their shows are like, really cool. That's because the Galloway scene is kind of dead, and they only do one show a month. So, like, everyone fucking comes everyone That's comes. awesome. Like, That's sick. But it's, it's so like cool. it's like super punk. We were getting shut down by the cops in the beginning, like, every goddamn show. Until, you did them outside. The, until I finally told told my, my buddy Chitty to fucking move them inside. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, he, he, he's the only person that I feel like I really gotta give a shout out to. Yeah, right. and then Chris, uh, Chris and Mike Seltzer uh, volunteer most of their time for the hangouts for the hangout sessions on YouTube where we record bands. So yeah. that's incredible too. Yeah, we have just like as soon as we open, just so many people like finding this important and like doing incredible work, helping us out. Yeah, so it's all I like. I said I really like the the YouTube looks super professional. Yeah, it looks, that's it all looks super sick. Yeah, it really does. We can't do cool shit, shit. With video. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Do you want to go to our final questions, Ed? All right, sure. So whoever wants to start first, name three cartoon or animated characters that you would relate to. And out of those three, which one would you relate to the most? You want to go first? No, I'm not ready. Sorry, I know it's a lot to throw out you. Any fictional character that's animated. Any fictional character that's animated. You can do movies, you can do cartoons, you can do comics, you can do video games. They have to be animated. Okay, shit. I'm going to start with, my first one is Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. Wow, that's a real good one. I just feel like he's really passionate about things. And like it doesn't matter, other people aren't as passionate about him. He he just wants to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. That's beautiful. That's so why he that's like sick. popped into my head. Like that, but, uh, I only have one that popped right into my head, and it was uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yes. <laughs> he's he's I feel like my spirit animal, but uh, and if I if anything, probably who I relate to the most. Um, A lot of people tell me I look like Buzz Lightyear. I see Wait a second. I totally just had one. Oh, dude, Ash from the Pokemon series. Really? Um, wow, that's a good one. No, you want to know why? It's because he's a piece of shit and like <laughs> and skates by on other people's work. <laughs> <laughs> he loses like every Pokemon, and then like battle. still gets the badge <laughs> like, for like the, the spirit of friendship. <laughs> Be like you and you and your Pokemon really sure do love each other, and even though you lost. Here's the badge. Damn, ragging on Ash, bro. Oh man, like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, no, that's how I. That's how I flip through life. Oh shit! Also, Ride people's coattails. Why work? I also want to give a shout out to that alligator from Princess and the Frog. He's cool. I love that you brought up that movie. Like he, like he can't drink in the movie, but like that guy just like clearly is like laying in the river, drinking and playing his trumpet, and like that's how I want to be. That's not how I am, but it is how I want to. All right, be. let me find a Disney movie to for my third. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, with with the guy who runs the bathhouse in Frozen, I'm not sure if you saw that movie. I didn't see it. Uh, uh, he runs one Oaken Spa. I yeah, think. there we go. He's just some like big guy who speaks with a Swedish accent, and that's like all I want to be in life, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. I think the alligator's name is Louie. I think. It's funny. I'm pretty sure. Right, so yeah, that's that's what I got, and I relate the most to Shaggy. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll stick with Sheen too. Okay. All right. Next question. Favorite curse word. I guess we're going with words I say the most. We're a safe space. So we gotta be careful here. It's fu- I say <laughs> we fuck. can say fuck. I say fuck a lot. We didn't yeah, say ignorant much. words. We said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We said yeah. swear words. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> All right. Favorite. I love ass hat. That's a great that's one. Well, I love ass hat. I love that adding hat or bag onto a bad yes, word yeah, makes yeah, it worse. Um, <laughs> I love ass hat because like it when you're like so mad at someone but you don't think they're a mean person. Like it's like they're not an asshole. You're just like oh you. Ass hat. Like, I like it. Just dumb. Like, it's so like good. It. it is. Dickhead is another. I feel like yeah. uh, for that, yeah, I, I do like comfortable dickheads. Um, yeah, but I feel like my favorite swear word is probably just fuck. I, I say it a lot. Fuck is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. You know my stance on fuck, man. That's homie right there. Shout out fuck one time. Yeah. I think I'm gonna ask this one last question, and that's what's one thing you've learned in the past seven days, a week. Past seven days. The past week, what have you learned? I'm going to go inspirational on this one. Not inspirational, but just like this really blew me away. 
Um, we have been absolutely incredibly stressed moving into this new spot. It has been wonderful, but like it has been a fucking roller coaster. And I have been so ridiculously behind on booking local support for February. And we posted like a post last night at like 8 p.m. We're like, we need local support on all of these dates. And I think it was like eight dates, and I think it was like 16 bands total. And February's next month. We were like, yeah. we're fucked. By midnight, every show was booked. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. That's incredible. By midnight, yeah, every single show was booked. What's up, NJ? No spots left. <laughs> Shouts out that New Jersey. Because <laughs> people want to play. Yeah. Yeah, people want to fucking play. Yeah. All right, guys. Is there anything else you'd like to add? You guys were wonderful guests. Seven days. Oh, oh, shit. I was hoping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh dude, I didn't oh, even realize. Shit. All right. I he, was thought, say, he thought he was going to get away. I was going to so. say something really dumb because, No, say like, something dumb. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but apparently um, uh, the Prince Harry, and I believe her name is Meghan Markle. It's Merkel. some... Merkel. Okay. Uh, they are they are the prince here. and the I guess princess yeah. of England are leaving and yeah. I only know that because oh. a pop up notification from Reddit told me on the Reddit page uh, out of the loop and I clicked <laughs> on it because I was like I'm out of the loop on this I don't know what's happening with Prince Harry and Meghan <laughs> and I've never been interested in the royal family <laughs> but the pop up notification made me be like well maybe maybe they did something really bad and as it turns out they were just like. We don't want to be a part of this no more. And, um, and I only vaguely heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. They still make money. They still get like taxpayer money to pay for like things. I didn't even know that until hearing that they were leaving the royal family. I'm like, wait a minute. British people pay for them still to do stuff. I'm like, that sucks. I didn't know you get a choice to leave. I didn't know you could be like, no, oh, yeah. it's royalty. Oh no, no Reddit out. talked about it's a big deal. No, apparently. Reddit talked about you not really having a choice and the rest of the royal family not really being sure what to do. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not it's not up to you to leave. Right. You can't abandon your family. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. That's sick. Why not? Punk rock. Yeah, yeah. that's it. that is super punk that rock. To be royal and be like, fuck yeah, this like, shit. Yeah. I'm gonna go be punk. <laughs> Yeah, all right. That was awesome. <laughs> no, you guys were amazing guests. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, hopefully, we can work out more stuff in the future. I'd love to like book stuff down here and for stuff. Sure. And uh, I wanted to talk to you guys more about the YouTube show, but we'll talk more off screen about Absolutely. that. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be. It. What's today's date? It's the. the Thirteenth, fourteenth, the fourteenth. Thank you. So that means fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. So this will be posted on the seventeenth on Friday. Yeah, uh, so uh, what is it? Oh, sick! That's awesome! Wow, that's so cool. You should be where he is and not listening to this podcast. But but you can listen to it in Disney World if you wanted to. I guess. Uh, what is it? You can have a double whammy of fun. Uh, yeah, because we're as fun as Disney World. Uh, Going into Small World with your AirPods in. Yeah, <laughs> no it'll sound like all. the little people are me. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? Yeah, so uh, check out next time. I think we're gonna do a history episode next. We're doing the 1970s riots of Asbury. And then uh, I know we have some more interviews set up, but I don't know what they are right now, so I'll let you know when I do. And All right. More, more advice to come, and also fe uh, February 13th, uh, we're going to have a show, so look out for the flag. Oh, yeah, February 13th. Bond Street Bar, Valentine's Day Eve Massacre, it's going to be called. Yeah, and uh, our March 20th show is booked for the second anniversary at Asbury Park Brewery. I'll be releasing the lineup really soon, but it's going to be March 20th. It's a Friday. All right, anything else, Kyle? Anything else, Ed? We'll see you on the flip side, y'all. All right, guys. Thanks again. See you later.
Only posers don't listen. YouTube intro. What's going on, guys? Hey, everybody. It's me, Matthew. Uh, I'm Kyle, the co-host. And I'm Ed the Punk. And this is another episode of Only Posers Don't Listen to Podcasts. And we're here with very special guests, uh, Matt and Jimmy from the clubhouse of uh, Tom's River. I'm very excited to get this interview going, guys, because I've been wanting to do an interview with you guys ever since I've seen all the crazy stuff you've done online and stuff. I've only been able to get to one show here. What show? And it was the one you, you had in this room, in the bigger space. Oh, the first oh, one Oh shit, yeah, that was a cool show. Buy that K, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian Sweetie. is a friend of mine. Uh, and that show was amazing. That show literally fucking was a Hail Mary toss that like got us into this new space that we just Oh really? Oh, that was like sorry. our trial run show. That was our trial run show and we were really afraid that it would bomb. We didn't um we didn't know Ian right was the promoter. I- Ian, he's a great yeah, good we, fr- he made our logo. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we, what is it? We didn't know Ian. We didn't know the 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 scene that he ran in and he asked for a bigger space and we were like, "Yeah, we'll put it here." And then as the show was moving closer, we started to really fear that this was going to not work as a show and we thought that the landlord who was going to be here to like check it out to see if like we were worth something and it just it was fucking incredible yeah Yeah, it was a great show we were so worried and then like I think what like I think the count was like 120 people showed up yeah it was amazing amazing. it was like insane it was was a it was a really good show there was a really good lineup everybody was really good Uh, I didn't I was really only here for uh the misfit kids and uh, good, yeah. and Con Sweetie because I'm familiar with them, but everybody was amazing and blew me out of the water that night. I love Sunshine's Spaz. Yeah. Oh, they're an awesome band. Yeah, Shouts Spaz. out. And whoever the, the hip hop artist was that opened was awesome too. There were a few yes. hip hop artists that did. Yeah. yeah, one one opened. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, what is it? I originally heard about you guys. Uh, I'm from this area. I'm from Brick, and okay. I used to work yeah. at Revolutionary Lounge. Sure. I was uh, the cook there for a long time, and when I was working there, I think somebody brought it up that there was a venue opening in, in Tom's River, and my immediate thought was, whoa, that's a weird, bad idea. <laughs> like, like, that seems like not a good idea. And then I would see your stuff. I followed you guys on Instagram. I would see all the videos. I, I see you know, do the YouTube channel. Uh, what is it? And I, I just, everything got bigger and bigger and more impressive, and I was just like, wow, dude, I've blown out of the water by everything they've done and then I heard you were moving to the bigger space and I think that was the day that I posted something online because we had to make announcements about our own stuff and I was like yo these guys are awesome like I'd love to do something with them and yeah that's when you guys reached back out to us so um just starting off like do you guys like you want to introduce yourselves a little more have you done anything like besides this is this all you do the the Tom's not to say all you do but yeah, uh, well, I'm Jimmy. I'm the director of the clubhouse. I handle a lot of the booking and a lot of the management over here. And uh, I used to play in a band called Harborland. Okay. Um, so okay. that's what I did for, for a bunch of years. That's the scene that I know. The, I know the emo scene really well. Okay. We played in New York and New Brunswick all the time and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, and I do audio and production and lighting work. Like, that's my main gig mm-hmm. outside of this. That's how I get paid. So I apply a lot of that knowledge to what I do here. Thank wow. you for understanding yeah. how I badly interpreted that question. You, you answered it exactly the way I wanted, but so, so yeah, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm a um, I'm a something at the clubhouse. I, I help I help. Uh, You're an officer. I'm an officer. So so yeah, we're a nonprofit. Fuck so there's house. all these like fucking words <laughs> that, 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 that go along with it. But um, 
really the clubhouse was was mine, Jimmy's, and then a bunch of other people's ideas that helped us uh, come to it. I mainly here uh, am like the door guy. I do our closest thing to security, I guess. When people ever ask if we have security, it's He's me. The muscle. I'm the muscle. <laughs> I'm muscle. Um, I like that. So yeah, uh, Jimmy and I uh, met through like music in like the early, or, I mean, I guess like the mid two thousands, and we played in some bands. Um, I fell out of local music and the DIY scene like super hard in college, or I guess like towards the end of high school, and I didn't really, I fell super into like folk punk and like fell off the grid for a while. <laughs> um, like legit, wasn't on social media, wasn't in contact with Jimmy or like any of my old friends while I was in school, and then towards the end of it, I was just like, I miss those days. I hit back. I, I I went to a Harborland show, and uh, yeah, then we just a year later we we were here. Oh really? Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. So like, yeah, like that was the next question I have basically is like, how did you guys start get started and like, what is the clubhouse of Tom's River? We kept getting drunk and saying how well we could run a venue. Really? That's 100 percent honest. So like, That's awesome. in the spirit of all Ocean County kids, I respect that. <laughs> Jimmy and I weren't hanging out regularly for like that like uh, underground like we're under 21 and getting bombed in our parents' house phases. So we had to catch up when we when we got back in contact with each other a couple years ago. Um, and I remember I went to a Harborland show and I went back to his house afterwards and I just started sinking beers and he was sinking beers and we were having fun. And then uh, literally like a year after that, he was just like, I want to do something with local music and local art. And we talked about it. And I remember we looked at rent for places and we were like, nope, fuck this. We can't do it. <laughs> and, uh, and it actually died for like a month or two. And then one day you were just all like, I got it. And, and I think that was like February of, okay. of 2018. Um, and what you said you got was not what we ended up with. Yeah, we found this spot. This is really, really funny. We found this spot on Higher Street, which is like basically right next to where we are now. Like you passed the building that, Underway. that we were going to move into um, on your way into the parking lot for this building. And we started a conversation with this landlord. We like definitely thought it was going to happen. And we were like really getting close to moving forward. And we, the building was painted this like really cool rustic red color. And we were like, yo, that color's sick. We should get our logos designed based around that color. And then everything fell through. And then we kept the logos. <laughs> but, but the original idea and what Jimmy told me was going to be able to make us like financially stable was that we were going to um, sell rehearsal space. Which is something that we still haven't done. It's something that we're still interested in. Okay. We still want to do it. It's still in the pipeline. But, like, Jimmy was just all like, hey, you know how we were always worried about, like, $5 tickets not being able to sell rent? Or not yeah, being yeah, able to totally. pay, pay for rent? Um, what if we did this? And that really made us, like, put a fire under our butts to find a spot. And when we found a spot, they were like, we can't do – it just – rehearsal space wouldn't work. But we thought that it, we could still try um, – still give it a shot without that and it worked and then when that when that building fell through we were just approached by the downtown shops at 53 main oh really we had paperwork in it already like we had paperwork for the other spot like on its way so the town kind of knew it was happening and um then it fell through and then we just like got a blind email from the downtown shops at 53 main and they were like hey it seems like your idea is good and like you might want to try it out here first and then they like and they have like a really cool opportunity for small business owners and retail 
retail people for you can rent like a very small shop in their place. It's only the rent was what four fifty a month. Four fifty, and we got wow. A, no, it was three seventy five a month. And we got wow. and we got um, a storage unit. Have you ever you y'all you, you are from um like as the Asbury area? We live yeah. in the Asbury area now. All right, yeah. so it's literally a copy, a much smaller copy of I think it's the arcade or the something. Shops at the arcade. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's right on Cookman. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Tom's River's like first uh, I guess attempt at like making where we are currently like. Cool, like Asbury or Red Bank. Yeah, it's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, and they have that cool activity room in the back, and we're, that's where. And we the activity room is, yeah, where we. And then uh, we we were doing shows. And we are, and first of all, we planned. This is shows. the original room you had. Yeah, which okay. again, that opened in like May of yeah. twenty. Like this, we're we're still young. Uh, less yeah, than yeah. May twenty it and right now it's. January You're less than a year? We're less than a year, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Shit. Well, grand opening was June 2019. Grand, yeah, we did like three shows prior to our grand opening, like some test runs. Um, but yeah, Mother's Day of this past year was our first ever show after hanging out with our moms. We hit up uh, <laughs> downtown Tom's River, put up some lights, some speakers, and did a show. Wow. I had promoted other shows and done. done okay. I, I've been promoting shows for like five or six years. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, okay. really like. And I guess the idea of the clubhouse is way older than me because Jimmy was putting on like house shows at a community center. Yeah, like a VFW type hall. There was like a beach club right by my house. Oh. Um, and I used to host shows like once a month there. There were always free shows. Are you you guys are all from the area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're the Rev Lounge where you worked, yeah. we're, we're from Silverton. The, oh, okay. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we were that, that's area. how we knew each other. We're, oh, okay, perfect. We, yeah. oh, okay, I understand now. Yeah. So, and I ran little shows there and there were free shows at this like beach club type place and the neighborhood what they call that place is they call that place the clubhouse so that's where we got the name for, for this thing oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. interesting yeah. i like that yeah uh, i mean I, I, it, the amount of shows you guys do it's fucking yeah, it's like five a week. Crazy. yeah yeah <laughs> it's five because I, I no one sends me the flyers i have to go out and like look up flyers and stuff yeah. and you guys are good at posting them like compared to a lot of other venues like they really don't post their flyers or don't I do a good job make sure they get out there yeah, oh, yeah and totally. you guys will post them i'll be able to get them all in order and yeah. shit like that from you it's one it's one, you're one of the few instagrams that i can go to and be like okay i'm gonna get all these flyers yeah. they're gonna be in order <laughs> you know yeah. But uh, yeah, um, what like you mentioned, you were like kind of coming from the emo scene. But like, is there any other genres of music that you guys are like more partial to, or more, like more your thing? Uh, like I said in college, I was super into folk punk, but I honestly think that was like if anything more dangerous on my. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I would say we just gravitate like to the more DIY it is, the, the more like we're the more we're into it. We're not like I, I wouldn't say we're like we're not there are some people that are die. DIY or die and mm -hmm. like. More power to them, but like <laughs> we're not that. But like, okay. But like all those genres, like if, if it's fucking punk rock, it's cool. Like, and no, I don't necessarily I mean, mean like punk is a sound. Right. I mean, no, like, I know what you mean. Punk is a feeling. You know what I mean? No, no, exactly, <laughs> totally. But I mean, we really vibe with like, I mean, very like emo revival. I've been getting soup since opening the clubhouse. I've been getting super into like people what i I don't love the name, but what what Reddit nerds call scrams. Okay. Okay. Um, not familiar. It's like it's, it's like a, a screaming. It's it's it's, it's screamo, but, but with like, like a hard, yeah. like soft emo tune. As far yeah. as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, the term scrams comes from 
uh, people getting upset that the term screamo was being given to bands like right. Me the Horizon yeah. and yeah. Uh, Asking Alexandria. So they wanted to distance themselves from that. So Scrams is like traditional 90s right. uh, screamo, but just okay. with a different name so people don't compare them with like the yeah, Asking Alexandria. They should have another <laughs> meeting and be like, guys, our brand is hurting. <laughs> it's, it's a very like internet name. Like, it's a, I, I'm, it's I'm a pretty positive movie. it was born on Twitter. That's what, like, balancing composure and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. they do yeah. some scram stuff. Scrams. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. All right. We uh, love Ogbert the Nerd. Like, and, like, yeah, Ogbert is a... Is a, is a Ogbert is a, um, uh, is, is a local New Brunswick band, and they're, like, classic scrams. They're so fucking good. Okay, I definitely have to check them out. And then I like a lot of softer indie pop type stuff. Okay, cool. Like, I love when Citrus comes through. They're fucking... <laughs> Citrus <laughs> Asbury-based band. They're really cool. All right, cool. Yeah. A lot of good things about them. Yeah. They're yeah. dope. They're really great. I ha- I've never heard them, but I definitely will check them out now, especially if they're in our area. They just right. put out a single that's, like, really, really Yeah, cool. no, everybody's talking about There's it. just so much music. That it's just like it gets mm-hmm. to the point where because I like I try to listen to all the stuff that people send us, but it is hard. I have like a job and stuff. I have to like do things. Yeah, you get like twenty emails a day. Like, no, it's yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. That's I, yeah. Then you understand, you know, like with people sending you emails, like I would love to sit down and respond to every single yeah. person. I physically don't have the time, yeah. you know, like, and, but that is, it makes it difficult. I feel bad, especially when people want to like play a show or do something. I don't like, I don't want to ignore you, but like, I have to go back to work. <laughs> um, you guys do a lot of different like music events, like a lot of different genres of music. Yeah. And I mean, I, we kind of walked in before and saw that you were doing something a little different and you mentioned you wanted to do more rehearsal space, but do you host any other kind of events other than like live music? <laughs> not really we hosted a uh like the i guess like a diy ted talk once um oh yeah that was cool yeah, okay it was a um it was a woman from from europe somewhere. yeah no i actually think she ended up she she mentioned germany i think she was all oh. over europe but um it was it was her um d- 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 discussing uh like the her trans experience her trans experience DIY. but in music yeah. so oh interesting yeah it was it was super interesting it was really quite good it was a good night yeah it was like, maya from queers to the front booking out in the uk they, yeah. they do booking like all over the states too oh, do they? Cool. I really yeah, oh yeah they book, they book tours in, in the states that's sick yeah but you got you haven't done any like comedy nights i guess or like no i think we got an email about one the other day we got two emails on the same day about comedy here at the clubhouse so it's probably something we'll in the future it's possibly definitely something we're looking at um another event we we did one of and i want to get more into is we did this thing called a called clubhouse conversations interesting what we did for that was we just like we we basically like said come here there's free pizza bring your own beer and like tell us what you want to see from the scene like tell us what that is fucking awesome what's different what should we start doing to like improve ourselves And that's super super awesome we have this idea to, to like to combine that with, a, with like an open, open mic with our open mic because we we were doing an open mic and unfortunately it's over now um so we're thinking about like blending a like a once a month open mic clubhouse conversations thing that's a really cool idea i would love to know about that and we'll help promote in yeah, any way we can i think we're just trying to settle in to settle in spot, here, yeah. and definitely like february march we might start doing some more stuff like that it was cool though we got we had a lot of we had a lot of different voices um yeah a lot of different we, types of people too we yeah you know we had um like some queer folk come out to let us know what what they were thinking um we had um 
like a lot of uh, like older like punks come out to kind of talk about like what they miss from the scene when they were like in high school and shit which was like i a hundred percent want to hear because like okay I, I am, I'm super interested in learning about the old scene and stuff like that, like what I miss. I've been hearing about it my whole entire life. Right? I'm sick and tired of hearing. I like, I just don't want to hear old people talk about punk rock. <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 35, and I feel like unless you go to shows prominently or, or in bands or uh-huh. participate in something, after like 30, you have to have an excuse to call yourself a punk. Or it just, it doesn't work. What are you doing? But yeah, I mean, they, they do deserve, I guess they deserve to hear them out. I get a lot of mail from 40-year-old a- assholes who don't go to shows, all right? I'm a little resentful. <laughs> but uh, no, that's a super cool idea. Like overall, that's a super cool idea. Uh, I guess my next question would be uh, like, what is one of the worst shows you guys have had? And what is one of the best shows you guys have had? Oh, I, I knew even, I knew this was a loaded question. So Hold up, wait. Let's do best shows first, so that yeah, we can sure. awkwardly stare at each other for the worst show. <laughs> and see if we can actually say words. There's different bests for sure. Uh, That's cool. Fuck. Okay, different bests. Like, jeez, we did cra- some... like the craziest energy was absolutely the Halloween show. Like, oh. our Halloween show was nuts. <laughs> it was just our Halloween, Halloween show was 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 four acts. Jimmy. Uh, uh, played a Sp- Springsteen cover set. Um, <laughs> Sick. Uh, uh, a band that I'm not sure if you've heard of, um, but they are uh, no longer uh, with us in any way. Uh, Hopper Pond. <laughs> They're no longer with us. They um, died. Sh- they were fucking hardcore canceled. They okay. were, yeah, yeah. Like the fucking DIY Twitter tore them to pieces. They're bad humans. Insane. Uh, but they play modern baseball. Modern baseball is a good band. They are a good. Band. Yeah. They so they good. yeah they played a Mobo set. Uh, this year's comeback from Tom's River played uh, My Chemical Romance, and then uh, Cave Art, Art played The, the Killers. Killers. That and sounds that fun. One. And we sold way too many tickets. I was I was the door guy. I was very drunk. I was letting everybody in. Um, it was just so wild. And like it was like the crowd was just going nuts the whole time. And it probably went to like. The show probably ended around midnight, but, like... We left the building at, like, 3. Like yeah, three, like, we like, definitely, like, hung out late that night and just, like, party. Show that we've, it was, like, the latest we've been in that building. So that was... No, but, I mean, hold up. I could probably find a show that, like, out like outside of being drunk and nostalgic could yeah. say I loved. I mean, I love the Shoebies show. Like... All of Shoebies is always really fun. Yeah. Uh, there's, a sh- there's a band uh, from Wall, I think, called Halogens. Yeah. They're like probably my current favorite band that has, has played awesome. here. I think the last time they played was really really chill because we like forced them to do like two uh, encores because they were just like <laughs> they were just like okay we're done and I'm like I'm sorry are you not gonna play the backwoods and I the smile that creeped across his face was fucking just like it was heartwarming he was just like you want us to play the backwoods and I'm like play the fucking backwoods and, and, he, and he played the song and I was like yes. Yeah, that was rad. I don't know. Do you have a favorite show that you can think of? My f- I, I, my favorite like one to watch was for sure the um, the Robbie and the Houseplants. So, oh yeah, that set was Boston just band. So good that like band like I don't know. I was watching that band like listening to the lyrics and it just like like hit me and it just like really connected and I just like loved 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 that set. But I don't know. I, I there's a lot of there's been a lot of great shows like standouts that. Even like not packed shows, a couple of them like the hard side, tough turf. And we do so many that it actually like legitimately yeah. is like tough to be like. One of my favorite bands that have come through here is a is a band called Ultra Deluxe from New York. They're very um, 
uh, they describe themselves, I think, as like queer neon punk. It's like super That's an like awesome description. It's yeah. like super <laughs> in your face, like kind of like screamo, but with like some like pop added to it and it's hmm. nuts and there's only drummer and bass player and they're like all that's over the place so awesome. that sounds um, right up my and I'm trying yeah. to like pick like which show did I like more like at this point like I just know the acts I don't, and I don't really know how much we can get into shows we don't like there, <laughs> there are there are some I I think let's let's go with a general thing here there I think people that don't get that we're a non-profit trying to just like create space for people whenever we have bands come in that don't understand what we are what we do and that like no one is getting paid from this mm. when people don't understand that and when there becomes attitudes that that those are the worst shows okay and there are definitely bands that i could see, yeah i agree and there are definitely bands that i feel like we don't like i'm, I'm we definitely don't have like a blacklist i want to there's a few bands <laughs> that i 100% don't want to work with again um, it's not big. It's definitely yeah. not big at all, but there's definitely some attitudes that I just thought were, like, very disrespectful and, like... It happens. Just the opposite of, like, DIY and what we're trying to promote. Yeah. There was a show that was actually, like, a very successful show, though, that, like, scared us. We did a hardcore show. Okay. In, like... When was that? I forget, but so no, I, I know where he's going. Hardcore shows from time to time, especially when there's, like, some dude who's just, like, like hammer-fisting people on the heads. Yeah. Where it's like... We're not sure. We're not sure how much we want this to happen here. Like, for, we literally in the heat of the moment, we're like, "Are we done with hardcore with with this?" And we haven't been because that was yeah, we've months done ago. We've done a lot of hardcore since. since. But like, yeah, you've done a lot. In yeah. that moment, we were just like, "This is fucking insane." And there's like obviously different types of hardcore. It was very that like metalcore. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's I think it has a lot to do with the community of people that are behind it. You yeah. know, like you'll have a lot of kids that'll come out to a show and they'll get reckless, but they're all super respectful and kind of know each yeah. other and know where the boundaries are. Yeah. And then there are kids that like it's usually not kids, yeah. it's usually one individual. No, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's usually one individual who's like got to get his rocks off on yeah. something here, you know. And I'll admit you shouldn't have been shoving hardcore into that small room. <laughs> yeah, hardcore is gonna be. We haven't had a hardcore show here yet at this. Well, we had the spot. Kissies show. I mean, that was more like their hardcore. Yeah, they're definitely hardcore. hardcore but the band. rest of that bill was like, was like gloom de- metal. Yeah, and yeah. Like... Uh, no, we haven't. We, we haven't done. I feel like a true hardcore show here yet. And it for it obviously listeners who've never been to our old space, like it was fifty cap. Yeah, pushing, right. pushing yeah. it. We're currently at like hundred fifty cap. So like we added an extra hundred people and. Um, yeah, <laughs> a hardcore show will probably operate much smoother here. Definitely, For definitely. Sure. Yeah, I would love to talk to you guys about maybe doing something in the future. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of answered this, but do you have any other, like, horror stories or, like, really good stories from just, like, running shows or doing anything like that that you want to mention? Yeah. I'm probably sure I have a thousand. <laughs> I mean, go right ahead and tell me anything you'd like. This isn't a horror story. This is one of my favorite moments that's ever happened. All right, happened. perfect. We had a... Um, I honestly forget the bill. I have a feeling it was a bit of a... No, not a bit. It was like a dead show, which, I mean, we throw some from time to time. And, and, uh, five shows a week, guys. <laughs> Weekday shows with like... Tuesday shows are the worst, bro. They're Tuesday cursed. Tuesday shows are Tuesday, so hard. They're cursed. And this might have been a Tuesday show. I'll look it up. It was... Um, 
It was a band, and I'll drop the name because this isn't a bad story at all. They're called a Judgmental Swarm of Bees. They're That's a, a great name. They're a folk punk band from Albany. I think I know the story. They're fucking amazing. They, they were so cool. Like, they opened up with a, a song about how, like, there's no room for, like, bigots and DIY. And I was, like, so hyped on it. But then some older guy walks in. And I mean, like, older guy. <laughs> and he was just all, like, I was, like, hey, here for the show? And he's, like, yeah. And I was, like, cool, $5. Hands me a five. I mark him. He heads into the room. And he stays for almost the entirety of their set. But he dips early. He dips, like, around the last song. And I don't learn until later that he interrupted them, like, before they played. And like, right, right before they yeah. played their last song, and, he's like, and, all and, right, I'm heading out. And, gate and tip them. Now, that, <laughs> now, now wait, wait, here's, here's what happened. He, he tipped so them, and we didn't learn of this till later. A hundred dollars. What? Whoa! Dude, that's a baller move. Yeah. What? If I ever get rich, that's totally a new thing Dude, I'm gonna do. Sick. It was the most incredible thing. We felt so bad because we're like, oh man, this touring band's gonna get nothing, and then they got a fucking hundred dollar bill. Yeah, like that's at the so end of the night, I was like, beautiful so moment. I'm, I'm standing there, right, and I saw him do it. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, and so that's he, insanely he gives this guy a hundred dollar bill, and the singer picks it up like off the ground because he like threw it in the tambourine, and he picks it up off the ground and goes, "Thank like, you very thanks. much," and then puts it in his pocket. And I, and then they they end their set. He's gone now, and I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy. That guy gave you a hundred, right?" And the whole band was like, "He did fucking what?" And he's like, and then, like he, pulled it out. he pulled it out of his pocket. He's like. I thought it was a 20, and everyone else was like, I thought it was a single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was wild. It was so cool. That is a great story. Do you guys have any other ones you would like to mention? I was just like, I mean, it worked out for us, but, like, probably don't open your punk venue next to a pottery store. Ah. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, man. Hindsight. <laughs> Nothing broke the whole time. They were actually super chill about us, but like as we were moving in, we were like, "Oh, this is not." The you should have a compilation <laughs> that's called that. That's just like, "Don't open your punk venue next to a fire." We honestly <laughs> believe that we were gonna have some sort of like very rough times with with them, and uh, from to- I, like, let's not fucking beat around the bush. We uh, a a a a, <laughs> a band called Makita from Tom's River. They're an experimental. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I know who they are. Yeah, Makita cool. are are on. They play the clubhouse the most. I recently figured that out. Um, Makita uh, drove drove the entire pottery class away one night. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> they were just like too metal. <laughs> That's. That's awesome. Pottery. That's really cool. Uh, so, like, you, got, you guys were just mentioning <laughs> before some uh, some other bands, and you mentioned earlier, like, other bands locally. Like, what are some of your favorite acts? I know so there are so many. Like, There's, that, yeah, there are a lot. I they're not all local, but, like, my favorite acts that have played the clubhouse are Robbie and the Houseplants, Citrus, Trisha Marshall Band, Teenage Halloween, I love Teenage yeah, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, Teenage I fought. I, I don't understand why we're not all sitting in a room crying, listening to Luke's music Luke, at all times. Is, I don't understand. Luke it. has been super helpful. Luke with, is the like, best. Yeah. Getting shows here. Yeah, I love Luke. Awesome. Luke's here a lot. Yeah, he's a great, great guy. Yeah. Um, um, I love Halogens. Is probably Halogens my favorite. So um, you got Wellwisher coming. I'm so hyped to finally have Wellwisher coming yet, through so here. Wellwisher is awesome. Yeah. yeah, we've been trying to break into that whole Asbury scene for a while, really? and they seemed at first. I mean, like 
you also seem yeah. iffy on us. Like, no, my attitude was, yeah. "What are you doing in Tom's River?" Every <laughs> every Asbury band we hit up in the beginning was 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 pretty iffy on us. Halogen at all? Yeah, <laughs> Halogens, who I again aren't necessarily Asbury, were the first band from like that scene to okay. actually give us a voice, and they've become like fucking mainstays here. Um, yeah, we're, we're like chill with, all, with some of them now. Um, Shoebies are um, a really, really cool band that, like, if I – and I, I fucking say this all the time, and I fucking hate blowing smoke. Uh, but, but like, if any band is going to, like, I feel like make it out of our scene, it's going to be them. They're, like, very – They're very pop-friendly. Yeah, they're very I pop I know what friendly. you mean. Yeah. Like, it's really cool, like, surf rock shit with some, with some emo vibes and some pop vibes. And they get – goddamn full full rooms of people singing and screaming and dancing and it's just like really cool to see that happening at your spot definitely yeah i mean this goes into i guess my next question what you were just saying like you felt like you know people were a little iffy about what you were doing when you were first talking to people from asbury i feel like i've been like i said before i'm 35 i've been involved in this for a while i know a lot of the people i moved to asbury to be part of that yeah. community and stuff i feel like we've all decided like okay there's like 500 people in the state that like this how do we collectively put our efforts <laughs> into making yeah. all 500 people like what we're doing or get, get things like and i feel like a lot of us have centered our attention on asbury because it's a lot easier it's also and very it, central like it's like it, in the middle between like a lot of stuff that too a lot of us have moved to that area the, everything's in walking distance it yeah. makes it very easy but what you guys have been doing it kind of plays into this other thing that i grew up in where i grew up in new in brick and tom's river area where basically when i was young if you weren't playing in new brunswick you were a kid you were a child playing mm -hmm. a high school like <laughs> vfw like what you were doing was not yeah. seriously part of the music scene and a lot of kids in my area were like mm, i'm not driving 40 minutes for that you're gonna drive down to me and that attitude changed that area and a lot of people from this area have been prevalent in the late overall music community and i think it's inspiring to see you guys taking that tradition to the next step because what you're doing is I've never even heard of anybody doing something like this you know I, I, being honest it's overly impressive because like I, people talk about like oh it'd be cool to run a venue or do something like that you've been overly I mean like to the point where I wasn't like that's a dumb idea to like I'm sitting here asking you to interview you know interview you <laughs> yeah. know I will note <laughs> it's not a completely original idea like we, we definitely like made it our own and came with it but there are two other venues that I think are doing like incredible Incredible work in Jersey, uh, Boone Tunes. And yes, oh, yeah. amazing place. Boone yeah. Tunes and Flemington DIY. Yes, also yeah. another amazing place. Two incredible spots doing similar stuff to what yeah. we're doing. I completely agree, but you yeah. got to admit though that like yes, Asbury was has for so long been the central location for music, and they both took it north, and now we're pulling it south. Yeah, I feel like because I yeah. feel like even I still feel like even Atlantic County has this whole like dead space. There, you're um, right. We did not expect, like, from, like, day one, like, on, like day we posted announcements, we did not expect, like, we were, we were, like, the whole time talking about the Tom's River scene and, like, pulling people from Asbury, blah, blah, And then, like, we immediately got all these people from the South Jersey scene that, like, we didn't even know existed. And like, the South Jersey scene is, like, I love it. Like, I love so many of the bands, but I feel like it's easier to pull from that than it is from Asbury. People from Asbury would rather wait until their favorite bands play the brewery then uh, some band from Galloway wait until it plays like the one fucking house venue down there. 
Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that goes in my overall question. You're kind of answering it is like, how do you see yourself in that overall community? And I, I mean, I think you just answered right there. You're like you're pulling from the South that needs that. You know? I feel like we're important to the South. I want to, I mean, we, and a lot, some of our favorite acts and stuff are from more North of from where we are. Yeah. And we, pull, we pull from the, all over the state, really. Like, ultimately, mm-hmm. like, there are bands that, like, are really far out that draw here, and there are bands from this town that don't draw here. Like, it's, like, It also just so depends on the tell. day and the bill oh, and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. A band that pulled last time might, might not, not pull, pull again. Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, I think... You know, being part of it for so long, I see how there's, like, these hubs throughout our state. And, like, this area is hard. It's the hard... I I would say that anything under Asbury, it really is difficult to get people from Ocean County and all these people to come out. But there is the need for it. There's people that want to do it. And you guys have done an amazing job of centralizing all those people. And I, I think it's overly inspiring to the point where it's, like, now there's another great power in that area where there's real, real, a real presence where you, you literally have a clubhouse, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the, the way we view it is we just try to be a service to everyone that we serve and like both to like our audience and to the bands we work with. We don't really see them as different because like the people that are in one band one night are the attendees the next night. Okay. So it's just about like giving these people what they need. What does an audience need? What, what makes a place cool for an audience member? What makes a place cool for a band? Like, for bands that are really interested in making sure that like they can hear their vocals and like that the light's good and that there's a place to like load in and stuff like that that it's like comfortable and stuff and for audience members they it's it's about the atmosphere and like how does it feel when you're in the room and it's like we just try to like think of just we don't try to separate too much about like how we're not thinking about revenue streams in that way like that some people might do i mean it's just there you know i think we've all grown up seeing the the meme or the post like punk rock is not bar culture and i would have argued with you for pretty much my whole life yes it is (laughs) you know like so is a lot of music and stuff it has to do with you know there's a venue they make their money through a bar Mm -hmm. and like yeah that bar needs to be full for us to have the venue Mm -hmm. and i would have argued that for a long time i think you've totally shut me down on that argument because I mean you're running something in a I mean of course it is you know if it was easy no everyone would do it you know like you're doing something that's not just difficult but you're doing it in an overly difficult area where it's really needed so I I have to commend you on that I mean it's it's overly important and uh, I really really appreciate it in an overall sense and I, I guess my next question is just like what is your overall agenda with the the venue, I guess you answered that in a many parts, but like, would you like to paraphrase it, maybe? Yeah, I'll take it. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say that our that our goal to distill it very simply, my personal belief about art, about punk, and I should note that we don't just do music. We also have like a little store where local artists can sell their clothing and artwork and That's stuff awesome. like that. That's awesome. That is attached to the venue at all times. So, like, when you're at a show, you can, like, browse the store, buy a little bit of art, buy gifts, that kind of thing. And my personal view and the, the thing that I take with me is that I think when it comes to art, not just punk, but art at all, that, like, 90% of the battle is just having space to do it. Yeah. And I think that in as many ways as we can create space create places create platforms for our artists that is the goal and to expand that as much as we can right now we're looking at rehearsal spaces expanding the youtube series expanding that kind of thing just creating 
space and platforms, I think is the, the goal. Cool. I mean, I you even just answered my next question. That was like your future plans. Like you guys are talking about doing rehearsal space and like you. Exp- I love the YouTube channel. I like the idea. The overall idea of it is what I'm super in love with, and just I'm overly in love with every the whole, whole overall idea. But uh, I mean, is there anything else you got? We're gonna have some final questions before we enter mm-hmm. the view that Ed's gonna ask for us. Uh, that we ask all of our uh, interviewees. Uh, but uh, what is it? Do you guys have any shout-outs or anything else you'd like to point out or anything else? I think we named a lot of the bands already. We should probably shout-out, like, some of our... We're a nonprofit, Please. and me and Jim make no money from this. And honestly, for a very, very long time, we probably never will see any of sort, uh, type of of income from from the work Personally, that we do yeah, yeah um but but we we, we we have a lot of volunteers and a few of them um jeff coverstone is like our our like top photographer he came to a show and he just became grand opening. yeah and we just became, met him downstairs wonderful guy yeah he just became like our best friend and then I'm gonna fuck up his last name. I hope Rob. you know it. Rob. I fuck up last names all the time. Don't worry. He's a minor. We shouldn't say his last name. You're not know, fine. You're right. He is a minor. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 uh, Rob. I'm not looking up your name on Facebook now. Uh, Rob is a um, is a audio student at uh, the Performing Arts Academy, and came to a show and and we eventually learned that he'd be he would he was interested in helping us out on days where Jimmy couldn't be around or something like that. And now he does sound for us a lot, and he's like an insanely important <laughs> piece of the puzzle that we have here. Um, Cassie, Jimmy's partner, um, manages our the store and all the local artists way better than I feel like the two of us could, and she really keeps that place like kind of running smoothly. Um, and then there's a lot of other people that pop in and out. Like, a lot, yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom from Peach Creek. Tom from Peach Creek. Uh, Matt Bailey from um, Forest Puppies. They from Forest Puppies, they do and volunteer work. We have a ton of people. That, like when we did our move here, mm-hmm. we had we literally had three days to move from the old spot to the new spot and make it wow. a thing before January. 1st. Yeah, it was it was three I saw days. The post on we were Instagram. working on New Year's Eve. It was fucking awful. It was <laughs> and not fun. It was like, not fun. It was like, miserable. <laughs> It, it paid off. It was, it was like emotionally draining. But, um, <laughs> um, but we had so many people come out for that. I would love mm-hmm. to be able to list all of them, but I'm not going to try because I don't want to leave anyone out. I want to bring up one person, though, because I brought him up very subtly earlier, and I hope he's mad. I feel like if I don't bring up the name. I said a house show down in South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I helped uh, start a house venue down there that I no longer am really involved with. But the guy's still doing it. It's called Greenbrier House. It's uh, right down by Stockton University. Oh, cool. Uh, their shows are amazing. Their shows are like, really cool. That's because the Galloway scene is kind of dead, and they only do one show a month. So, like, everyone fucking comes everyone That's comes awesome. Like, That's sick. Like, but it's, it's so like cool. it's like super punk. We were getting shut down by the cops in the beginning, like, every goddamn show. Until, you did them outside. The, until I finally told told my, my buddy Chitty to fucking move them inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, he's the only person that I feel like I really gotta give a shout out to. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Chris, uh, Chris and Mike Seltzer uh, volunteer most of their time for the hangouts, for the hangout sessions on YouTube where we record bands. So yeah. that's incredible too. Yeah, we have just like as soon as we open, just so many people like finding this important and like doing incredible work, helping us out. Yeah, it's, it's all I like. I said I really like the the YouTube looks super professional. Yeah, it looks, that's it all looks super sick. Yeah, it really does. We can't do cool shit, shit. With video. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Do you want to go to our final questions, Ed? All right, sure. So whoever wants to start first, name three cartoon or animated characters that you would relate to. And out of those three, which one would you relate to the most? You want to go first? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know it's so, a so lot to like Wait, any fictional character that's animated. Any fictional character that's animated. You can do yeah, movies, sure, you can do anything. cartoons, you can do uh, comics, you can do video games. They have to be animated. Okay, shit. Um, I'm going to start with, uh, my first one is Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. Wow, yeah, that's, wow. A, that's, a that's a real good one. Wow. I, just, I just feel like he really, he's really passionate about things. And like, it doesn't matter. Other people aren't as passionate about him. He, he just wants to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. That <laughs> that's really good. That's beautiful. Actually. That's beautiful. I don't know why he that's like sick. popped into my head like that. Like, I only have one that popped right into my head, and it was Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yes. <laughs> He's he's I feel like my spirit animal, but uh, and if I if anything, probably who I relate to the most. Um, a lot of people tell me I look like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> so like if I like, hold the hair back, I see it. Uh, I see it. Wait a second, I totally just had one. Oh, dude, Ash from the Pokemon series. Really? Um, wow, that's a good one. No, you want to know why? It's so because really. he's a piece of shit and like <laughs> and skates by on other people's work. <laughs> he loses like every Pokemon And then like battle. still gets the badge <laughs> like, for like the spirit badge. of friendship. Be like, you and you and your Pokemon really sure do love each other and even though you lost, here's the badge. <laughs> Damn, ragging on Ash, bro. Oh, man. Like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, no, that's how I, that's how I flip through life. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ride people's coattails. Why work? <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to that alligator from Princess and the Frog. He's cool. I love that you brought up that movie. <laughs> like, he, like he can't drink in the movie, but like that guy just like clearly is like laying in the river, drinking and playing his trumpet, and like that's how I want to be. That's not how I am, but it is how I want to. All right, be. let me find a Disney movie to for my third. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, with with the guy who runs the bathhouse in Frozen. I'm not sure if you saw that movie. I didn't see it. Yeah, there we go. He's just some like big guy who speaks with a Swedish accent, and that's like all I want to be in life, you know? <laughs> that's awesome. I think the alligator's name is Louie. I think. That's funny. I'm pretty sure. Right, so yeah, that's that's what I got, and yeah, I relate the most to answers. Shaggy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll stick with Sheen too. Okay. <laughs> all right. Next question. Favorite curse word. I guess we're going with words I say the most. We're a safe space, so we gotta be careful here. It's fu- I say <laughs> fuck. Can say fuck I say fuck a lot. We didn't yeah, say yeah, ignorant words. We said a swear word. I was joking. All right, favorite. <laughs> I love ass hat. That's a great yes. one. I love, I love that adding yeah. hat or bag onto a bad yes. word yeah. makes yeah. it worse. Um, <laughs> I love ass hat because, like, it, when you're like so mad at someone, but you don't think they're a mean person, like, it's like they're not an asshole. You're just like, oh, you. Ass hat. Like, I like it. Just dumb. Like, it's I so like good. It. it is. Dickhead is another, I feel like, yeah. uh, for that. Yeah, I, I do like comfortable dickheads. Um, yeah, but I feel like my favorite swear word is probably just fuck. I, I say it a lot. Fuck is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. You know my right. stance on fuck, man. That's homie right there. Shout out fuck one time. Yeah. I think I'm going to ask this one last question, and that's what's one thing you've learned in the past seven days? A week. Seven days. The past week, what have you learned? I'm gonna go inspirational on this one. Not inspirational, but just like this really blew me away. 
Um, we have been absolutely incredibly stressed moving into this new spot. It has been wonderful, but like it has been a fucking roller coaster. And I have been so ridiculously behind on booking local support for February. And we posted like a post last night at like 8 p.m. We're like, we need local support on all of these dates. And I think it was like eight dates, and I think it was like 16 bands total. And February's next month. We were like, yeah. we're fucked. By midnight, every show was booked. Yeah. Whoa, that's incredible. By midnight. Because, yeah, every that's single incredible. show was booked. Like, What's up, NJ? No spots left. <laughs> Shouts out that New Jersey. Because <laughs> people want to play. Yeah. Yeah, people want to fucking play. Yeah. All right, guys. Is there anything else you'd like to add? You guys were wonderful guests. Seven days. Oh, shit. I was hoping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, dude, I didn't uh, even realize. Shit. All right. He, gonna, thought, he thought he was going to get away. I was going to so. say something really dumb because. <laughs> no, say like, something dumb. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but apparently um, uh, the Prince Harry, and I believe her name is Meghan Markle. It's some. Merkel. Uh, they are they are the prince and the I guess princess yeah. of England are leaving and I yeah. only know that because oh, wow. a pop up notification from Reddit told me on the Reddit page uh, out of the loop and I clicked <laughs> on it because I was like I'm out of the loop on this I don't know what's happening with Prince Harry and Meghan <laughs> and I've never been interested in the royal family <laughs> but the pop up notification made me be like well maybe maybe they did something really bad and as it turns out they were just like. We don't want to be a part of this no more. And, um, and I only vaguely heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. They still make money. They still get like taxpayer money to pay for like things. I didn't even know that until hearing that they were leaving the royal family. I'm like, wait a minute. British people pay for them still to do stuff. I'm like, that sucks. That I didn't know you get a choice to leave. I didn't know you could be like, no oh, yeah, royalty. No, no. Reddit out. talked about it's a big deal. Apparently. No, Reddit talked about you not really having a choice and the rest of the royal family not really being sure what to do. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not it's not up to you to leave. Right. You can't abandon your family. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. That's <laughs> sick. Why not? Punk rock. Yeah. yeah. That's it. that is super punk that rock. To be punk royal punk. and be like fuck <laughs> like, this fuck shit. I'm gonna go be punk. <laughs> Yeah, all right. That was awesome. <laughs> no, you guys were amazing guests. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, hopefully we can work out more stuff in the future. I'd love to like book stuff down here and for stuff. Sure. And uh, I wanted to talk to you guys more about the YouTube show, but we'll talk more off screen about Absolutely. that. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be, it. what's today's date? It's the... the 13th? 14th. No, the 14th. 14th. Thank you. So that means 15th, 16th, 17th. So this will be posted on the 17th on Friday. Uh, so uh, what is it? Oh, sick. That's awesome. Wow, that's so cool. You should be where he is and not listening to this podcast. But, but you can listen to it in Disney World if you wanted to, I guess. Uh, what is it? You can have a double whammy of fun. Uh, yeah, because we're as fun as Disney World. Uh, <laughs> Going into Small World with your AirPods in. Yeah. <laughs> no It'll sound like all. the little people are me. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? Yeah, so uh, check out next time. I think we're going to do a history episode next. We're doing the 1970s riots of Asbury. And then uh, I know we have some more interviews set up. But I don't know what they are right now, so I'll let you know when I do. And All right. More, more advice to come. And also, fe uh, February 13th, uh, we're going to have a show, so look out for the Oh, yeah, February 13th. Bond Street Bar, Valentine's Day Eve Massacre, it's going to be called. Yeah, and uh, our March 20th show is booked for the second anniversary at Asbury Park Brewery. I'll be releasing the lineup really soon. But it's going to be March 20th. It's a Friday. All right. Anything else, Kyle? Anything else, Ed? We'll see you on the flip side, y'all. All right, guys. Thanks again. See you later.